What's up, bitches? Oh, I need to move myself over for a short time anyway. Hang on. Move me over to the center of the screen. Hi. Hello, welcome back to the Poach Factor on 7600thesquawk.com. I am Ron. Shit. <laughs> Drew is on his way. He just got done with a uh, with an airplane bender, as it were. So he is uh, 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 going to be a couple minutes late, he said. Oh, no, wait. He's here now. So if I hit join. Down around the bend. Oh, I forgot to hit the start virtual camera. There we go. And join now. And then shortly, in a few seconds, you should get Drew. Hold on. Admit. Holy shit. The infinite loop. <laughs> hey, moving myself back over. There we go. We're waiting on Drew's camera. Oh, let me restart my camera for you so that you don't look green the whole time. <laughs> and then I will lock myself up. Dude, you are sweating. You've been moving so fast. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I took dark rail to work this week. So as soon as I get off the damn things, oh yeah, walking through the 90 degree air in my uniform hauling ass back up to my apartment from a block down the street it's 90 degrees there oh yeah dude yeah it's not 90 degrees here <laughs> it's like it's like 70 Texas, my friend i think it's 66 <laughs> i hate you so much <laughs> I, I, dude i i want it to be 26 not that deep cold <laughs> I know you live in Texas. You don't like it that cold. You guys got. Ooh, no, last time we got that cold fucked. in Texas, bad things happened. Yes, y'all got fucked last year. <laughs> you know, I was reading from well, the earlier uh, this year. Oh well, yeah, okay, technically <laughs> yes. Um, last winter, I, uh, I, um, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Last winter, y'all got ultra fucked, right? Well, I was yeah. reading in the the almanac and and the way that. You know, somebody I, I wish I was a meteorologist, honestly, to get paid so much money to be wrong all the fucking time. Like you don't have to be I, seriously in my job. I'm wrong once. Everybody die. dies, including people you, die, including me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doesn't work like that. Not in meteorology. Yeah. Yeah. Meteorology. Like, oh, it's this. No, it, it's not this. Well, like in even like the hurricane hunters, right? Uh, not the, not the yeah. plane guys, but like, you know, the, when you're doing hurricanes, right? You can oh, say God, yeah. it's going to hit somewhere between Miami and Charleston, South Carolina. Or all the way up to, yeah, all all the way up to Norrington, <laughs> England. You know, it's like somewhere between Key West and Norfolk. And <laughs> go. go. <laughs> <laughs> and you get paid buku dollars. And if the people there are like, well, it's probably not going to hit us because we're in Nags Head and I can see it on the radar. It's pointing right for Daytona Beach. So I'm going to ignore it. And then it turns north and it smacks Nags Head and you die. Nobody can sue the meteorologist who said it because no. he said it was going to be anywhere from there to Boston. That's why they put the warnings out now that are just ridiculously wide ranges of coastline. Just yeah. say, place your bets, folks. Take advantage. You know, take, take precautions. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, yeah, you're going to steal food, hoard gas, get a zillion gallons of you know drinkable water and a zillion pallets of toilet paper. And then it misses you by 300 miles. And then you just got a backlog. Like you got, you got a hell of stock. In which case it's like, all right, you're stocked for the next one. 
<laughs> you know, just, that's that's the crazy that thing. Handy. Keep it keep it where it's not going to go bad or anything's going to happen to it. And think about all those people that did that on the East Coast over the years, and you'd think that they'd have a hell of a backlog, and that the toilet paper shortage of 2020 wouldn't have happened. <laughs> Like, where's all the stored toilet paper? Man, y'all shit some serious bricks. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> well, that's the fun part is, okay, I I have a, an entire Sterilite bin full of one liter water bottles. And I got some two liter soda bottles and everything I've been refilling with water when they're done, you know, for emergency water stash. And I'm sitting around, oh, that's fine. Then what happens when you lose heat in your place and you have to make sure that shit don't freeze? Ew. <laughs> that was, was like I didn't plan for that one. I was like, okay, take it and put it in the car with you. <laughs> bring your sterilite bin that weighs like eighty pounds, full yeah. of water, <laughs> and bring that bitch with you everywhere you go now. Oh damn! I was gonna try to like change your audio to make it brighter and you know stuff okay. like that, but I can't because the little input thing only works nice. on the first eight channels of my interface. So fuck it. Unless I did some crazy cabling and you know, because you've been here, you know what that entails. <laughs> you know, most studios have, you know, a uh, 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 patch bay, right? They have the mm -hmm. little section of quarter inch patches that you can do to connect this input to that, uh, that preamp or this compressor or this EQ or whatever, you know, however you want to route it, whatever. I don't have that. Mine's mostly digital. So I, when I plugged in all the cables and I did it in a really obnoxious way, I, I don't have to touch it. It, it just stays like that. So did you I make it, it forget it? Yeah. Did I make it so that it was easily manipulatable? Bro. Hell no. Someday I'll get a 500 series rack in here and then I'll have to like figure that shit out. <laughs> but yeah, as of right now, fuck it. <laughs> bucket. Chuck it in the fucking bucket. Bucket bucket. There's a fucking bucket yeah, right here. It's right there. Yeah. And I'm not quite, uh, not quite drunk yet. Came yeah. in, came like, in I just started back. literally folks. This is the earliest I could drink today because I was working. Mm -hmm. mm. I had airplanes to fly. Well, really just one. We're right. <laughs> Yeah, I told Today him uh, in the first 60 seconds that I was alone and you made it Dude, yes, sweating. Yesterday was like pulling my fingernails out with pliers. We left Charlotte on time. Get to Jacksonville. All right. Ace Freely was on my airplane, by the way. The guitar no player shit. for Kiss was on my airplane. No. I have now flown four celebrities in my career. Ace Freely, Rick Springfield, Steve Wilkos, who was Jerry Springer's lead bouncer, the bald guy, and Paul Ryan, the speaker of the house. No shit. Well, I knew about Paul, right? Yeah. I didn't know about it's, the other yeah, three. three of. Yes. No, no. Two of them were at silver. Two of them were here. No shit. Yeah. No shit. That's cool. But yeah. It's like, yeah. This, Rick Springfield was the first famous person that I ever flew to my knowledge. Mm -hmm. So I was like, honestly, I was like, I know maybe two of his songs. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. To <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, he's famous, but I don't know him that well. But you could today. And I was like, yeah, I could now. I, like, okay. I knew his songs even before that day. I'm just sitting here, okay, my, we're boarding up in, I think it was Palm Beach, heading to Tampa. And my flight attendant sticks her head in the uh, cockpit and says, hey, I got Rick Springsteen back here. And I'm like, oh, my God. Wait, 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 wait. Was, like, she recognized the guy. So I'm like, she, like, okay, so 
clearly she she wrecked me on who he was i'm sitting wait, 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 you mean rick springfield or bruce springsteen yeah there are two there's vastly a difference different. a very significant difference very significant either way i still want a picture and i didn't get one i got a picture with paul ryan he's the only famous guy that yeah. i've taken a picture of that taken a picture with that i've flown yeah yeah and that was a good one. with his family they were going to key west and they were on vacation so i didn't want to bug him and Ace Freely, I was like, okay, he got off the plane so damn fast in Jacksonville. I'm like, oh, damn, okay. I didn't. <laughs> it was like one of the first guys off in first class, I guess. So we were still shutting the airplane down and running checklists and stuff when they were all deplaning. I was like, well, oh, crap, he's gone. Later, son. <laughs> Later, dude. <laughs> so you didn't like bust out the door and start singing Jesse's Girl? No. Not, not for Rick, no. <laughs> Should have. <laughs> I was I was sitting here like back in the day when we used to have on the Saab um, when I, that's when I was doing this is um, we had the the bat phone in the cockpit so now it's the, we do the PA and the talking to the flight attendants and whatnot they have the phone that they you know like actual old school phone folks yes. hangs up on the wall on the wall on it hey, yeah old with school the... phone on the side of the airplane where they can talk to us and they can make PAs and they can talk to each other front to the back of the airplane and in the cockpit on the Saab we would have a, a matching phone for the same purpose. And one of the things I figured out was you set it to PA mode and you would get a big paper clip and clip the push to talk button down on the phone. And you just set it on the center console next to your phone, your like iPhone or whatever the playing with speakers. And basically now you've got boarding music. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That, that was an airplane. No, we did thinking. not have boarding music. We had the auto briefer thing. So it was like, okay, you just like push buttons and it'll like do the, the safety briefing and everything. So the flight attendant doesn't have to narrate that while they're also doing demonstrating the seatbelt and all the other stuff. Is like, that too no, difficult okay, so, for the young girl? We couldn't hook anything into that, so we had no boarding music. Is it, the plane is I that, fly now, we have boarding music, and it's the worst elevator music on the planet. Oh, my God. And while they didn't <laughs> pay for any of the you know the, the, the royalties and to have I'm good music. Going, like, I know Orange <laughs> Avenue will give you all a good deal. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, question. Do we know if they ever got somebody else to replace I Jamie? I don't know, and I haven't asked. I'll have to ask Sean or Chris or or Glenn. And it's like I haven't shoot, I haven't talked to those guys since I left Florida. That was seven years ago. Uh, let's see. I saw them when they last time I saw them was when they played a gig in Tampa when I was living there. That was seven years ago. I'm looking up Orange Avenue on the Book of Fuck Boys. Yeah, I was like anything has happened since Jamie because that's been almost two years now. No posts. Oh, that's a pin post. No posts. Wow. Not one post since June of last year. Damn. When when Jamie passed, no shit, dude. I'm telling you, he shit. was he he was the one of the major, if not the major, yeah. part of that band. Did he do any songwriting as part of the original? Song? Oh yeah, I don't oh yeah. That. I mean, obviously, it's as part of the band. You're going to sit there and you're going to jam out riffs and this and that. I think I'm saying, did he write like lyrics or anything? That I don't I know. To check the liner notes on any of the CDs, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I got the CD in the other room. I could probably bring it out and, and take a look at it. I think I don't one have of the, the copies original. of Avenue's, I think one of the CD copies of theirs that I have got left in the glove box of my old Volkswagen when I traded it in. In the Volkswagen? The Volkswagen. You left the it in the Wagen? The Bahnstormer. The Bahnstormer, yes. I love that, the meme, the, the, the shifty-eyed puppet meme, where it's, uh, <laughs> people are talking about, you know, Henry Ford, you know, built this company, and then yeah. uh, 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 Carol Shelby built this, and then somebody else, I forget who built uh, GM. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, uh, who built Volkswagen? Who built Volkswagen? For those of you who yeah. don't know, 
it was Adolf Hitler's group, the Nazis, the yeah. National Socialists. And it, it, James May did an entire uh, video. It was like an hour long documentary on the history of that car. And it was all kinds of wild shit that the Nazis did surrounding the thing. It was, it was Volkswagen literally means people's car. And it was sort of intended to be a cheap, affordable, reliable, simple car that the think, people of the Third Reich could drive around. Think of it like North Korea. Like they would make something in North Korea and it's the people's whatever. And we're not yes. talking about like the rock with the people's elbow. We're talking, you know, that, that you know, <laughs> slightly different. But you timed that well, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I learned from the master, sir. Yes, you did. <laughs> mm. uh, margaritas. Anyway, dude. Those are good, aren't they? <laughs> fuck, they're Game good. Jack things. Oh, my God, they're good. I thought they I wish they had them at BJ's because I went to BJ's earlier. Dude, I went to BJ's and I dropped three hundred dollars. How many people were you buying food and drinks for? Four. For a month. I have a family. Yeah, but I'm just like... How much do you... I'm not not trying to BJ's the restaurant. My bad. No, 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 no. Not Bartles and James. (laughs) Good God, a $300 restaurant to have for four people? What the hell? (laughs) BJ's Wholesale Club. (laughs) Okay. Does it That's make different. far like, more sense? Drink were you having, guys? Damn. <laughs> oh, Was it I Monday don't, Night Football? People across the street right now are having a quince. And A, I love when those things happen because, first of all, everybody gets dimed up and they look amazing and it's fucking awesome. But they, also, they go all out for that. They play hella good music. I mean, I can just stand outside. Like our break music, I should put in my shotgun microphone and point it at their house. And that'll be our break music that. during the show. That would be awesome. <laughs> but no, they're, they're, they're hella good people. Like I was talking to them outside because I didn't know it was a quinsay. I thought it was either a quinsay or a wedding reception or something like that. And they were getting out of the car. Either way, they're bringing it. Oh, dude, the whole street <laughs> is full of cars right now. Like there is not a there's not a dry spot in the neighborhood right now. <laughs> um, but they, uh, you know, there was somebody one of somebody was, you know, one of their guests was getting out of their car, like right in front of my house. And I said, Hey, what do you guys got going on? You got a quince going on or something? And then he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was like, nice. He goes, oh, sorry about the, you know, it's going to be loud for a little while. We'll be out soon. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you keep rocking. Have fun, guys. <laughs> Everybody in this part of the neighborhood is nice. Yeah, and we're we the cool give, section. We're <laughs> cool. We give zero shits if you're out there having fun. Now, fuck boy down the street running down with his shit box, you know, shots fired car. Wait, Ron, where's your... Don't, did I get it? I did it. You didn't have I? it. Yeah, yeah it where is before. it at? Uh, where is it? Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where are, where the are the drugs going? Do I look like a cop? Do I look like I want a vaccine? I'm a cop, you idiot. Where is it? MJ is bad. Oh my God. Pac-Man. Phenomenal. No whip. Oh, whip. Excuse me while I whip this out. Shane. Is this Shots fired. Shots fired. 
It's the only one where the writing somewhere. is so terrible I can't see it. I need to make it like typed out and put it on the like desk. Like a label maker and then just like print the shit, yeah. My wife has a label maker and she loves labeling everything. Maybe I'll give this to her and say, hey, honey, you like to make honey, labels. Honey, project. <laughs> Here you here's go. A, I, I have honeydew projects around the house. Now here's one for you. <laughs> yeah, I hope she's not watching the show. <laughs> Come on. It's like hey, marriage is a team sport, folks. If it's seriously, if it's one side doing all the work. This is an accurate statement. My wife feels I'm really bad. I'm single, and this is like, even I know this. She hurt her leg, um, so she's kind of laid up uh, for potentially a couple of weeks. Um, she's still walking around on it, but I'm 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 trying to keep her at bay. <laughs> like, you know, smack her with a, or a walker or something. We do have crutches. Do, why? I don't even know why we have like six pairs of crutches in this house. Where the <laughs> fuck did all these crutches come from? I mean, I understand my wife and my daughter break shit all the time or they twist shit all the time. So they've gotten How plenty often of do you break crutches. Well, yeah, I, I mean, listen, no, they're all six them or throw them down the stairs on a regular basis. How do you break crutches? They're not broken. There are six working pairs of crutches in this house. Yeah. Are you starting a freaking clinic? I might. <laughs> You know, somebody, one of my neighbors is going to be like, ah, my leg hurts. Hold on. I got you, bro. <laughs> Jump in the garage. <laughs> Which one do you need? Let's figure out ones that are already set for you as height wise. <laughs> Here you go. Like, oh, hey, I don't even have to adjust. <laughs> I only had one. It was from, uh, from my knee. Uh, so I had one. So there's one set in there still set for my height, right? Everything else is like, wee down here because it's for either kiddo or Jenny. <laughs> and they're both. Short, <laughs> a little bit shorter, just a, just a tad. Itty bitty, itty bitty bitty. Dude, so kiddo goes to my alma mater, right? Um, high school. Growing up in the same house, I would assume so. Yeah, and thankfully, I would hope, unless you've gone private. Well, uh, well, we did the the homeschooling for a little while, and it was awesome. Jenny did a phenomenal job. She went from struggling a little bit, like a little behind the you know the eight ball, right, to well surpassed when she took the placement thing required when you first go back in she took the placement thing and she is well past her grade level in almost everything and yeah she's kicking booty um sharp but she went she you know she goes to my alma mater she plays saxophone like i did in the marching band like i was uh yeah i mean it's like like copy and paste type of thing right so i've been going to the games well, while I've been going to now the you games, to, you need to learn how to teach her how to play the drums, uh, among other things. Because you you play several instruments. So. Yeah, I'll teach her play guitar. There you go. My child, my child's tempo is. Oh yeah, okay. She's not much of a timekeeper. And say so you and I, as a, as two halves of the rhythm section living together. Exactly. Just, I'm sitting here going, all right, now I'm kind of pissed off that I ended up having to go fly airplanes when I did. Because I'm like, all right, guys, we, we can start something here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah. We literally had a band sitting there and just never made the band. Yeah. I was like, seriously, all we needed to do is just fire up Craigslist. It's like, all right, I need a guitar player and a keyboard player and some dude who can sing, or better yet, a gal who can sing. And especially they in Florida. They can hit all the classic rock vocal ranges, and they won't right. be a complete douchebag. Exactly. Uh, especially, like, in Florida. I mean, think about it. How long ago did the the girl in uh, 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 the name of the band that we play all the time for our set breaks? Hang on. Oh. Um, people like Lauren Babick 
and and the people on Hallocene and stuff like that, right? They came out many years ago, uh, shortly after we would have done it uh, and gotten a female vocalist, and they they hit uh, um they hit an emerging thing, right? And like you were saying, having the female artists that could do the late seventies, eighties, nineties, early two K stuff. You can do classic rock all the way up to modern stuff on vocal range. Correct. So, and, you know, the, yeah, it's it, it, huge variety of music you can play. And I was talking to somebody about this the other day, because obviously I own a recording studio, I own a record label, and I do a lot of research. I mean, I re- read stuff constantly all day, every day about either music, IT, uh, Airsoft, you know, all the 90, 50,000 things that I'm in. Uh, and reading things about like, um, um, my brain just shut down, uh, you know, reading stuff about, uh, um, the amount of people that are out there now because of the internet age and because of the technology that we have, I mean, like this phone right here shoots 4k 60 frames per second. Yeah. I am actually in the process. Of doing a, um, a storyboard to shoot a short film on this right now. As a matter of fact, my uh, my uh, follow focus or my steady cam is right there on the couch behind me. Right, so all of this technology now everybody can do it. I have a recording studio, but I cater more to the people that when I listen to them on like Bandcamp, you know, the 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 material is great. You can hear what's there that could be pushed like an old headhunter, right? Then you get the other ones that are prim and polished and perfect, right? They're recording. They obviously spent Buku dollars on it. So I don't want to offer it to them because they're obviously already doing it. They've got the ball rolling. That's not who I want. I want the people that are completely unknown that you see and you break them out by yourself, right? Teach them the right. Like Deanne, the gal I was playing with 10, 11 years ago. Yes. Yeah. Was, I'm sitting there, if it weren't for the geography thing, I'm like, okay, we got to get this happening together. I'm exactly. It's like, cause she won't, cause right as I was leaving the band, she was about to start right going back to work as a pilot. I was on furlough at the time. She was getting into studio time and like, like within weeks of me going back to flying, I was like, shit. <laughs> well, I don't think she's hit it big. As far as certainly nothing that you'd probably hear on the radio, maybe in Austin on some stations or campus radio is probably the place you'd hear. But still, I'm sitting around. Okay, like we need to make all of this happen. Is her job doing music? I don't know. I haven't talked to her in a few years. See if she's like actually like that's her profession is is entertainment. If it is, she's made it. Yeah. You know, people talk about how, you know, you've been. Yeah, she still had a day job when I was working with her for sure. Yeah. If she doesn't have a day job anymore, she's made it. Then she's made it. Yeah. (laughs) Think about like OA. Yeah. Uh, Only one of those those guys. Did they have, did they, any of them still have day jobs? Only one of them. It was just, I think it was just Glenn and he worked at Star. I think he was a barista. And I think that was it. Now. Like Sean's a, a really good He's um, real estate real estate agent now. And I think Glenn works with him uh, in some fashion. They're both married. You know, obviously Chris was married long ago. He's got, you know, <laughs> do you remember his little girl? <laughs> now he has two. And okay. the other one is like 14 now. Like she's the same age as Roar. 
And I believe, dude. It's like I was. You're like we, you and I were living together and working. This oh my was God. twelve years ago. Yeah, I know. I'm still over twelve years ago now. I remember when, thir- like coming on thirteen years ago. It was like right after I graduated, and it was like I remember when Chris's kid was the size of a shoebox. Yeah, little kid. <laughs> like yeah, I remember because because he lived up in Palm Coast, like not far from where we were living. Mm-hmm. So I remember picking him up on you know and taking him to the rendezvous for the gig a few times. It's like, okay, he's like either I think you were working or something was going on. We're going to meet you there because you had to work. And I was, and I was like, yeah. So I'm like, I you know picked him up in Palm Coast and drove him down to the the, the meetup spot on van. wherever yeah. it was Bellevue, Bellevue, Bellevue whatever it yeah. was. The the parking lot where the van would depart from to go yes. to the gig. Yeah, and, and doing uh, that a bunch of times. I, I remember um, I remembered something while you were talking, and then it gone. Dude, the synapses in my head are frightening. Like, think about it when we were on, like, listening to the old radio shows, right? Every once in a while, I'll just throw one on, like, while I'm working or something, right? And (laughs) I'm listening to, you know, our banter back and forth, and it's very similar. But we were both, like, either, you would have thought it was, like, word vomit, but it wasn't, because word vomit is stupid, (laughs) And it's just, you're listening to it and you're like, what the fuck are they saying? But all of our shit made sense. Yeah. And then you the, can draw a line through it eventually, but the line kind of went, crazy straw in the middle. Niggy Herger. Had a seizure in the middle and went full blown crazy straw. But then it went, you know, back to normal, right? At some point. But it wasn't, it wasn't so much so. It wasn't word vomit, sort of, but it was word vomit in amount. Yeah. Like there was no stop. No stop. Like that right there, that was dead air. There was no stop yeah. there. It was just. And constant. I would always point it, it out because I was would. an idiot. <laughs> because I was you a would. moron back oh in the God. early days. I was, okay, it was okay, expl- explanation for why. I think I still remember why I did that. He's a rook. Because I was a music. I did a music show. So even when I was talking on the air, didn't air, I was always playing music. And when I wasn't playing music and I was talking, like doing the weather or whatever, I would always have background <laughs> music under me. So you're always hearing something, even if I'm not talking. And us doing a full-blown talk show just kind of was a weird adjustment because yeah. I was so used to playing on the radio more than talking on it. Yeah. And then every once in a while, we would hit like a long break that was intentional, like, a you know, uh, 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 dramatic. Yeah. Hey, see, you don't even the want me to do it pause. now. I was going to do the dramatic <laughs> pause, and you still didn't want me to do it. I stopped, and you were like, fuck. <laughs> But I'm sitting here listening to myself and just going, man, my brain worked really well back then. <laughs> my shit's broken as fuck that now. That's why you swore every other word. That's why we were dumping out with the red button every 55 yes. seconds. Yes. I have, I still technically have no filter between here and here. Um, my filter's gotten worse over there. the years. <laughs> I think it was oh, because yeah. I was hanging out with you all the time. Fuck I, yeah. like, I used to be like, like nervous as hell. I remember the first time I ever sat in on the show before, before I graduated. So this is well before the road trip and all that business. I'm sitting here going, I'm like, okay, and you're and you're just dropping this and you're going like, what have I walked in on? <laughs> <laughs> what in, what is this? <laughs> uh, you remember Schmoopy's Love Line? Jesse's <sighs> Jesse's show. The uh, night show. Uh, no, Jesse Lesperance. Nah, he. I didn't come in until the fall of '07. I was literally there for one year, right before I graduated. 
I'm kicking myself for not getting involved in the station sooner. Because yeah. as soon as I did, my grades went through the roof. So I got four uh, A's and a B, my fall, the fall of that semester. God damn. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, I'm like, and the B was like an 89.4. I'm like, all right, how in the hell did my grades go through the fucking roof by getting involved in more shit? Right. Why did I do this years ago? I, <laughs> I would have been on the dean's list by now. I know, right. <laughs> Gotten one year free. Psych. It's Ember Riddle. That's not yeah, happening. They don't give anything out. That's <laughs> not happening. <laughs> and they're still calling you now for you to give them money. <laughs> yes. They're still asking me for money. I'm like, it's been 13 years. If I had extra money to spare, I wouldn't be giving it to y'all. No, hell no. <laughs> no. Anyway. I have the kind of money to donate in massive amounts, or like, oh yeah, just sponsor a, a sponsor a student or something. Like, what do, what do you who do you think I am? The fucking CEO of an airline? What is this? Right. I fly for a living. Well, maybe because now everybody is worried about losing their positions everywhere. Oh, here's a funny uh, one. So it's got- they haven't even gotten to it yet. Like, started to do it in this area. Well, I was reading earlier that Alexandria County. Right, the Arlington County and Alexandria area. They are screaming because they did have an incident with a firearm. They're screaming for their SROs back. We want cops back in our schools. Like, wait a minute. Why did you get rid of them in the first place? It wasn't like we told you this was going to happen. I think, as a matter of fact, on this show, go back to episode 10, 12, 14, something like that. Go back and listen. You'll probably hear us say this is a stupid idea and it's going to cause more yeah. problems. And now it's caused more problems. And now they are literally saying what we said they were going to say. Warning, warning, C-word alert, C-word alert, warning, warning. I tried to tell you, folks. You didn't listen. You didn't listen. You didn't listen. They didn't listen. We didn't listen. <laughs> Sorry, South Park reference. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all sticky. Yes, this is a sticky situation. <laughs> oh, that's the one that I forgot. Now that's what I call a sticky, sticky situation. situation. Yes. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so I'm just sitting there rattling off the brain and like talking. You know, I had a much higher voice at the time because I hadn't smoked seventy two oh, cartons so of cigarettes. And weird, listening to myself cigars. thirteen years ago, I was like, "Is that me? Is it that me? Why am I talking really like this?" Yeah. I'm talking like this. I'm like now, I'm talking like this because yeah. I'm so out of fucks to give. <laughs> that's the uh, thing, folks. It's like yeah, it's, you, your... you have you have a finite amount of fucks to give. I think you're born with them, and eventually you will run out. <laughs> Some are born with more fucks to give than others, and they become really good people. Others are born with no fucks to give. They become assholes. Most of us are born with kind of a middle amount, and eventually, by the time you're forty, they do run out. Yeah. Yep. Obviously, before 40 for us. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we got three and a half more years till I'm 40. Yes. <laughs> nope. Uh, but I mean, it's like uh, one. What the fuck? Oh, my friend took a bunch of her hair off. Anyway, I was posting it earlier today. Right. He's like, hey, I, I like, took a bunch of my hair off the other day, too. I need to take my hair off again. You, you really <laughs> did. God damn. Zzz. I say, like, bro, I've been rocking the fucking Tom Selleck look since St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I forgot you did like we could look at the the th- well no I guess the thumbnail for this show last time was uh was uh, uh Gerard Way <laughs> with his eyes I don't know if you saw it <laughs> anyway so I wrote this 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 uh this post the other day because it happened today I'm out and about with peoples right and this is how you get out about with peoples you actually talk to people and I said 
my parents, siblings, the West family in general, honestly, are all hyper type A people. Uh, we strike up conversations with perfect strangers out in public all the time. 99% of it goes e- uh, equals a good conversation. Little togetherness with random people, right? That 1% though is either angry or a funny reaction. Today's was funny. The look on this dude's face was priceless. Like, what the fuck? Who the fuck is this dude? And why is he not pissed off with me randomly already? <laughs> it took a it took the dude a full minute. A full minute minute. Minute. <laughs> minute to let his <laughs> to let his confused reactions settle down and then seemed to want to chat for like way longer. Like he was excited someone wanted a random person to say hi. And I say, y'all, for real, just say hi to people. You might make their day or or even more. Like I, I felt like I made this dude's like year. Cause he was he was really he was you could see the confusion in his face when I started talking to him, right? And I'm just like, as soon as he started talking back to me, I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> I don't want to keep this combo going, but I, I actually have somewhere I need to be. I don't want to. I don't want to act busy. like I'm bailing. Yes, yeah, slightly busy. Hey, my, I think his name was Kevin or something like that. It's like, hey, Kevin, man, thanks so much, man. Appreciate it. You know, give him dap and dipped. Right. It was just. It was obvious that he was working retail, and he was like, he gets shit on all the time. And I remember this. I worked in retail. I can't work in retail anymore. I'd punch a motherfucker in the face. I would get not work on the other side of a bulletproof door from all the paying customers that has to remain closed. (laughs) Yeah. I was like locked bulletproof door. I just like, no reach down. Click. (laughs) It literally is a button to lock it. It is. Yes. Yeah. No, dude, I couldn't, I would knock somebody's motherfucking teeth into the back of their throat. Like I, I couldn't like when I was in, you know, they used to send me, and this is how I ended up be getting, uh, um, uh, getting into management and stuff like that. Cause I was always good at customer relations and issue squashing. I forget what we used to call it. Um, Jenny could probably tell you. Bomb. Yeah. <laughs> can't say that now. Bomb, 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 no. bomb, bomb, bomb. Especially not on an airplane. Right. I can't say bomb on an airplane. <laughs> um, <laughs> That movie, that, that's yeah. That that one was funny. Then we're like, why are we getting two sequels? That yeah, suck. Yeah, please, please stop. <laughs> anyway, comedy sequels. It's like it's like okay, the first Hangover it was funny. Second movie is like, all right, it's the same movie. We're just in Bangkok. Third movie, what? how much cocaine did they do when they wrote this? Right. The only ones <laughs> they did all the cocaine. Comedy wise, I, I, I where stop, stop. What was I saying before we did this? Using the bomb, uh, customer service. Customer got it. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, it wouldn't be this show without a derailment that completely undermines a great point that's being made. We are literally derailing right now, talking about derailing. Yo, bro, I heard you like derailing. <laughs> So I put a fourth track on your track so you can derail by you derail. Anyway, so. That would be a hoot. You pimp my ride, put a freaking studio in the back where you can broadcast from. Get like a big conversion van or something. It's like like some ancient thing. They're like, all right, we're just going to build a, a, yeah. It was going to build like with crazy lights and all this stuff. We're literally just going to build like a podcasting studio in the back of this van. Hell yes. That's the, that's the pimped ride I want. Drew, 
if either one of us wins the lotto or Shib goes nuts or something like that, we're both retiring. We're traveling the world or nation anyway, uh, and doing a podcast from the back of the van, back of the RV or whatever. Do the food truck thing like John Favreau did in Chef. It's like, now, all right. Yeah. Truthfully, Jenny and I have actually been talking about it, like what we want to do when we uh, when we uh, retire. Right. And the consensus is, is that we would sell the Casa, right? And buy an RV, very large, you know, like fifth wheel RV, right? Travel that fucker. Why fifth wheel? So that you can disconnect and actually drive around places when you get there instead of having to tow your RV or use public transport or. Or tow a car behind you on a trailer. Bingo. Uh, so we, you know, decide, you know, go ahead and do that, right? And travel the whole, the, the whole nation and just enjoy life right not have a house probably have to have a p.o box somewhere or something um but that's pretty much it you know just drive around you know, go over here spend a week or two at the koa in this particular place right connected all the things everything's cool but not have roots in but yeah. see everything go to the places that we've always wanted to go right well we thought about doing it in a, a cruise ship because there's a lot of people that retire to cruise ships. Like a lot of people retire to cruise wow. ships. Okay. Yeah. And they just I didn't even know that was a thing. Okay. Yeah. They have a, they have a, a almost like a, a subscription, so to speak, you know, with a couple of different ones. So like they'll do Royal Caribbean transatlantic from Florida to England. Or they'll you know they'll ride the Queen Mary or you know somebody, they'll go across the the country, then they'll go from there to like Spain, and from Spain to the Med, and you know all over the place they'll literally literally travel around, around the world, world and that's retirement on different, uh, uh what's called it's different companies, different ships, okay. different companies, and just I was gonna say it's like I'm, like can you just like rent one cabin on the same ship for decades? Like I would assume they wouldn't let you do that, but. Probably not, unless you gave Probably them. Probably not, but I'm sure if you write a big enough check, dollars. they'll let you. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> oh, I own a, uh, an entire cabin on the Oasis of the Seas, the largest uh, yeah, uh, ship yeah, in the yeah. planet, and it's uh, it's it's seaside. It's uh it's two bedroom. Thank you very much. Don't, don't mean to brag, but uh, yeah. people are like, "Oh, do you live in that high rise in in SoCal in Hollywood?" Nope, I live or South Beach. Like, no, fuck nope. it, I live afloat. I live on a hundred and ten thousand gross ton ship. It's a floating hotel. That's and a dude, half <laughs> oasis. That's a floating city. Yeah, that's the size of an aircraft carrier. It's actually slightly larger, I think, than a than a, a, a yeah a, a, um, Nimitz class. And the other thing is also it's much taller. Much taller. That's yeah, because that's the thing with with aircraft carriers. Okay, once you get above the flight deck, that's pretty much the highest point of major mass. Yes. On the ship. It's also the widest part of the ship. And then it's just the tower. But yeah, and then you got the island, which is, yeah. you know, this 10, 20,000 tons of steel or whatever it is. And that's it. And they, the 100,000 tons of aircraft carrier, most of that is low down. Yes. Because it's designed to go in rough seas. It's a big, fast ship designed to sail in harm's way. Cruise ships, on the other hand. <laughs> they go and find the nicest and softest yeah. ever. <laughs> they they if find possible. the smoothest water they can find. <laughs> if possible. <laughs> and nobody's shooting at them. Sometime no as possible. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> like we got one. Our first cruise 
was that when we went on uh, with Rubio uh, down in Carnival, right? The celebration. In comparison, that is a tiny boat. It's like 50,000 uh, uh, gross tons. And the Oasis is a hundred and something. I think, yeah, it's, I've been on, I think it's three cruises in my life. One was the big red boat. Oh my God. I think eventually really? became Disney cruise lines. I yeah. think or something like that. It was like, yeah, it was like, yeah, that was back like 25 years ago, almost like mid nineties. Yeah. Fuck and yeah. then the other two were on Holland America did uh, Alaska cruises on actually the same class of ship both times was the Rotterdam class. I think that was 50, 60,000 tons. So yeah, it's compared to the Oasis of the Seas, it was half the size and it was still a pretty big damn ship. That's the other thing is, okay, you realize, okay, you get all these people on the ship. They have to start loading the thing at the crack of dawn. If they're going to sail at sunset, there's a lot of people. Holy shit. I was wrong. Oh, I was wrong. I thought they were much smaller. I got the numbers wrong, really badly wrong. The tonnage of the uh, Carnival Celebration is 180,000 gross tons. It's uh, 100. So two aircraft carriers. Yes, it's it's 1,100 feet long. Its beam is 138 feet. Wow, it's a fucking big ship, right? Damn. Ready? <laughs> the how is the length the same? 1100. It's, it's only 20 much meters longer. Beam, I'm assuming. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But their length is within 20 meters. Anyway, gross tonnage of the ship, of uh, the, uh, the Oasis class, the largest ship on the planet, 226,000. Yeah. 226,000 gross tons. A quarter million gross tons. Damn near. Dude. <laughs> Bruh. Its length is about the same. It's 360 meters. It's slightly longer. It's 20 meters longer. The beam is 154 at the water line. So not that much larger. No, but the true. max and think, beam. And it, and it tapers up to where the vertical sides of it for all the, the state rooms yeah. are. Uh, the max beam, though, is, is 200 feet. <laughs> Uh, height. Yeah, so they're not going through the Panama Canal with that one. No, 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 no. <laughs> or if they do, they're going to have to eat your ear. Eat, eat. <laughs> you can't get through the locks. No, it's, yeah, it's not happening. The locks is like, <laughs> they're, they're, actually, it's, I was reading up on this. There's a reason we designed our battleships and warships the way we did. It's like, you look at the Iowa class battleship, the biggest one we ever did in World, the end of World War II. It's very long and very skinny, but it's like 65,000 tons. It's a huge warship, but it's really skinny because we had to get them through the Panama Canal. Yes. That was the idea. Is, okay, we've got a fleet in the Atlantic, fleet in the Pacific. we got to be able to get them back and forth quickly. Aircraft carriers, generally speaking, will stay in their respective oceans. The only one that they'll ever go to, so a lot of times the Pacific fleet carriers go to the Indian Ocean. Right. But yeah, it's it's that's why the even the biggest battleship we ever did was long and skinny as opposed to you look at a lot of other ships like the Yamato and I think the the Bismarck and the Tirpitz, the other huge battleships that they did in World War II. The Japanese and the Germans did much wider ships. They weren't quite as long. Right. Or if they were the same length, they were a lot heavier. Yeah. Like the Yamato was north of 70,000 tons. And they thing nobody actually knows because Japanese intelligence officers as the war was coming to an end, 
decided to destroy all of the plans for the ship. So both examples were sunk, and the plans were destroyed deliberately. So nobody actually knows the real dimensions and the real tonnage and all that stuff of them because the ships were done in secret because the Japanese did not want to know about it. Did not any want anyone else to know about it, rather. Right. So yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. There's a like, alien. Oh yeah, eight, nine, eighteen-inch guns. Basically, that thing hits you, and it's like bye bye. <laughs> Later. Have a good one. <laughs> yeah, that out. thing. That thing comes into action across the horizon. You're like, okay, hope my wheels filled out. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I also wasn't expecting to see this, and this is kind of a, a, a scary thing. Yeah, sure, it's almost the same. Uh, height it's half the width um but they have similar maximum capacities capacity is 6500 passengers at maximum capacity on the celebration with a crew of 2000 so what's what's 80 8500 8500 total right yeah. the crew or the capacity on the Oasis, remember, the largest ship on the planet is sixty six ninety nine, so sixty seven hundred. So a little bit more in the capacity and the passengers, and that's the maximum, plus twenty one eighty one uh, for the crew. Wasn't the middle of it all? The middle of it also kind of hollowed out, so it's like you had two hallways running down each side of the ship, and then you had like a giant courtyard thing in the middle. Yep. Uh, matter yeah. of fact, I will even show you for the people yeah, that get are a picture on here the, for the folks at home. The chat. But yeah, it's like they had the, the swimming Wrong. pool and the water slides and the the, the zip. Didn't they have like a zip line in there or something? Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. there's a hollow part in the middle. So yeah, so got, this is yeah. like it's like two hotels on the side, and then there's this big giant fucking courtyard. Right? Yeah, and just this, ima- imagine a U-shaped hotel with a hotel with a p- big pool in the middle of it. Uh, and two pools. <laughs> no, the pools are over here and they're on the, the top. The Lido deck. What's in the okay. middle in here is a, uh, it's like a courtyard thing. There's okay. shops and restaurants and, and, you know, like a park. They call it, they call it, um, um, Central Park. Oh, wow. So it's, okay. it's, it's, it's designed after Central Park, New York Central Park. Our, uh, stateroom was about, <clears throat> about right. Right in here, if you can see my okay, mouse. Okay, so close to the bridge wing. On, yep, you know. there's the bridge yeah. wing, and we'd actually see the the, uh, the captain. He had a motorcycle. He had like a little <laughs> 250 up there, and he would ride back and forth because it is so fucking long. He would go back and forth to check things on his motorcycle. <laughs> the captain was legit. <laughs> nice. All right, so there's that one from a design. Uh, Carnival... And in comparison, I look at its booty like the other picture. Here's its booty. It's a very different looking design. Yeah. I think all yeah, all, all the yeah, all the carnival ships have that same uh, mast for the funnel. Yeah, exactly. it looks like the tail of an airline. The tail. Yeah. And it's, a whale tail, yeah. It's a whale tail. And yeah, massive design, half the weight of a ship, right? Um, and, and honestly, there is some center section that's mostly like there are some uh, rooms in there or whatever mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, in the celebration um, boat. But 
I mean, you can just tell the massive, ridiculously massive size difference between these two vessels. But Carnival, because they're the party ship, they cram 5,000 motherfuckers into this boat and you can't move an inch and you are literally smooshed together on the boat deck trying to have fun. And I don't even think, honestly, that the lifeboats in there could actually, I know that you're supposed to, but I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's like 5,000 people on that fucking boat. I'm looking at that going, that's only what, like <laughs> 16 boats? Uh, I think there's another set inside. So it's one, two, three. Oh, four, there's another. Five. Okay. These, going, these two are Those are the doubles, boys. the tenders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one, so if you go into like a really shallow port or something like that, you can't pull up to the dock. So you got to get on one of those to get on and off the boat exactly. when you're going ashore. But obviously they're also, you know, in the proper yeah. place. To yeah. They're lifeboats, but they also use them as the tenders. Fuck out. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so 5,000 people on this boat is a lot different than 5,000 people on this boat. <laughs> and that's why I preferred this one. Uh, the one that we're going on is... Uh, freedom Ugh, this year. All right. Give me a booty shot. There we go. There's the booty shot. Okay. Got to love the booty. And there's the other. Bit. So this one doesn't have that big giant center section like the Oasis class. Now so, he's got a bunch more lifeboats that you can, at least that we can <laughs> that see. That you can see, right? Uh, Interesting. The, this one's got, this is where the life, but there's double yeah. stacked here. Uh, okay, they're they got two, they got two rows doubled, right? That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously on the other side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a I'm I'm interested to see the difference. They did a bunch of re uh, renovations to this fucker apparently mm -hmm. a couple of years ago, but this is like their like their um uh cafeteria type joint. It's you know, almost 360 degrees. <laughs> Oh, That's right, yeah, the cafeteria at the aft end of the uh, the Lido deck where the pool is. Yes. Yeah, yes. good spot. I always, yeah, I always remember on the Holland America, was like, we were always in for breakfast and then lunch. You know, we do that there. And then, okay, below that was the big grand dining room, which was like multiple stories. It was like two or three floors of the dining room. It was all like, you know, like an open spot in the middle, but there were like multiple levels of it. And this is on a relatively small ship. Let me find the, uh, yeah, let's see. Let me find the, uh, it was at the Rotterdam class for Holland America. I believe is the name of the class. I love boats, but yeah, it was, uh, that was more of a tourist boat. So it was like, uh, what does that say? Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> John just sent me a, a picture or a, a shirt. Um, and we would get it, you know, being filmmakers and stuff and it says, um, we'll fix it. The shirt is just a black shirt. It says, we'll fix it in post <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Wind out of sales. Let's, uh, go to a quick break. <laughs> yeah. It's the top of the hour. Coming Re up. Reset brains here. Breakage. Let's do, yeah, let's do smash mouth. Oh, there you go. Um, I don't think Breath actually played the other day. It did play. I'll play Famous Last Words then. All right. We'll be right back. I love you. Bye-bye. I'm pretty sure the show isn't over. So go get a drink, sit down, shut up, and just wait while we pee. 
We'll be back, you sexy beast, with more on 7600 The Squawk. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. What up, everybody? It's the Poach Factor on 7600thesquack.com. I am Ron. I am Drew. This motherfucker over here. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Hey, uh, I do want to say I am sorry to a caller that called in while, like, right at the end of the last break. Uh, Skype was not on, <laughs> so we did not get a notification. So if that was you, call back again. Uh, and if anybody else listening wants to call back in, 833-441-2220. That's 833-441-2220, and you can join in the madness. So about all that madness. Yeah, so we talked about the SROs, right? But you and I were actually bringing up a good conversation earlier about the pilots out there. Yeah. And I heard an interesting number on the news today, right? The interesting number was uh, President Biden says 179 million Americans have, you know, fully been vaccinated, gotten the, jab. Gotten the, the Fauci out. And, you know, it, like they're, they're telling it is like the greatest. We got to wait until 70 or 80 percent. I was like, dude, you you have alienated half of the entire country. Yeah. Like it, half the country is just like, I don't care what you say at this point. Fuck you, dude. Right. So there, the, fuck Joe Biden. The, uh, no. <laughs> also known as <laughs> let's, let's go. go Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> I wish Brandon was here for the show. Cause we'd I be know. saying, it, let's go Brandon. <laughs> oh, I couldn't believe it. Let's go. Yeah, Brandon. Folks. Uh, last Sunday, uh, last Saturday. Uh, yeah, Saturday. it was the undercard yeah. race at yeah. uh, Talladega. We saw one of the greatest examples of 1984 journalism in my life. <laughs> in the I don't even know Brandon's last name, the driver who actually won the race. Yeah. It was the undercard race for NASCAR, which is the Xfinity Series or whatever they're calling it these days. It used to be the Bush <laughs> Series once upon a time, and that's what I'll always call it. It's going to be beer and cigarettes. That's what's going to be. NASCAR. We NASCAR. We were, this sport was built... On oh, running moonshine, right. damn it. God damn. <laughs> Why you got to take that shit away? Fuck you. Eat a bag of dicks. It's like, we, it's like this sport was built by some of the biggest rebels of the 20th century in America. Like, why do we got to water down a sport that literally is built on fuck you? It's just like football. The, yeah. the, the game is designed for humans to run into each other. And now we're not allowed to run into each other in certain ways. And that certain number of ways is growing year by year by year by year. And, and, and the amusing part is they, they are so inconsistent with how they enforce that. I'm saying, oh, we care about player safety. I'm like, really? I just saw some dude get absolutely wrecked. And by one of the dirtiest hits I've ever seen. And nope, not no even flag. a flag. No, no. fine. Nothing. Not, nope. Not even a 15 yarder. Nothing. But that exact same hit that was probably led with the shoulder, no head contact, led with the shoulder, but the person was obliterated. 
Yeah. If that same hit happened in another game with another crew, or even later in the same game with the same later crew, in the same game, they'll have a makeup personal foul. Yeah. Yeah. They'll have a makeup call. Like, like, oh, we missed that one back in the second quarter. Oh, it's the fourth quarter when it makes a much bigger deal. Yeah. Let's throw a flag on that one. It's like dirty, uh, <laughs> dirty games, dirty, like the game last night that I went to, right? The, the opposing team, all of them were main aimless, obviously the opposing team, their offense had more yardage from, uh, uh, penalties than actual offense. And that's wow. saying something because they had 23, I think, uh, uh, you know, or no, it was uh, 23 different flags. No, no, no. I was saying the score. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, tw- they got 23 points on the board. So, yeah. Hang on. I have it here somewhere. Uh, 23 12. The 12, mm-hmm. truthfully, the truthfully, the, the 12 came from the, the amount of penalties that came from. You know, the, 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 the horrible officiating, like there was one point where it was, um, it was like, I think it was four minutes to go in the fourth quarter, four to three. No, no, it was one, uh, two forty to one forty left at the end of the game. That one minute of game time took 35 minutes. I counted it. I was calling the game for max reps. Damn. One minute, half an hour, took a half an hour. There was a penalty on every play. It was either a hold on our team, a personal foul on our team. Then they would run three plays and they would all be passes. And every time they would do a pass or something like that, it would get knocked down three seconds or five seconds or whatever. Right. But during that stopped clock, there was a zebra conference every down. <laughs> I was gonna lose my ref shit, ball, folks. Oh, it was total ref ball, and uh. us in the stands are like, "What? What did you stop the game for?" This and there was one time where they were standing there. Both teams were on the line, ready to go. the The ump is walking around doing something. With I don't even know what he was trying to find. If he was like trying to find his lost, you know, lost blade of grass or something. <laughs> and line judge is standing there, like looking around, like. <laughs> where's he going <laughs> where's this dude going 25 seconds the entire clock time and it wasn't like he was looking at the clock operator you know given the the reset command or something like that there is no clock you know and a, and a high school football team you know all right probably at your place because no, yeah we i remember yeah we definitely had the play clock we had everything it we was, didn't have yeah, we don't was, have it was run i think the same it was is texas 5a uil uil back then i think it's 6a now for westlake but yeah, it was pretty much run to college rules. I mean, it's all, all I think. I wish I say, like pass interference like was like a 15 yard penalty straight up, not spot of the foul stuff. But oh, ours yeah, is like, spot other than foul. that, it was I think it was pretty much college rules, more or less NCAA rules. Well, the very first field goal that the team got. And now we have our call coming in. <laughs> Good grief. <man. laughs> we got derailed so hard. We were talking about NASCAR. I know, right? <laughs> it's the porch factor and you're on the air. What's up? Hello. Hello. You're listening to the air. It's Mama P. Mama P. Turn down your radio (laughs) in the background. (laughs) It's not amateur hour. You can hear us. It's not your first time talking to us on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) Mama, were you the one that called before and I missed the call? Yeah, that was me. Yeah, my bad. I didn't have Skype turned on. I suck. Okay, I don't know how you can do it, but I tried through 
like chat the chat box for the show. Oh, this thing won't shut up. Way on down. Okay, there we go. That's there we better. Go. Um, I sent a link to Robbio's dance moves on his Instagram account. Oh snap! Send it to your son. Oh snap! <laughs> I think it. she did, but it's, I have to dig it out. Hang on. Yes, well, I sent it. I don't know if you can. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. Yeah. Let me let's, let me let me send it to Ron. Okay, that'd be awesome because yeah. I don't have Ron's phone yeah. number. Because I'm not on Instagram, so let me just yeah. Oh, I totally want to see this. Right. <laughs> oh no! Seriously. You're gonna love it, Ron. Yeah, Ron. I sent you a picture of the uh, Holland America ship that we were on. So yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a much smaller ship than the one that you're talking about. I looked at it. It's fifty-five thousand tons. I was right. Yeah. It's Holy a much shit! That baby ship. is itty bitty. That baby looks like a bathtub toy. Yes. <laughs> the damn ones you're showing up there. <laughs> and I didn't even realize Carnival Ship was even that big, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's I, Mom, what was the first one you and Dad selling? Was it the Ecstasy back in the 90s? Uh, yeah, it was the Ecstasy. It was Carnival, but that was way back. We're talking like 93. Yeah, late 90s. We were in Houston. No, early 90s. Well, Mom, it was like right after we moved to Houston. So we're talking like 93, 94. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, they just didn't make them that big. And you guys were right when you were talking about the Panama Canal. Um, Dad and I went on a trip through the Panama Canal. We started in San Diego, ended up in Fort Lauderdale. And That's right. That was the trip that literally was right at the end of the first stint of my airline career. Y'all got off the boat the very last day I was flying. Right. That right, was, yeah, because y'all, right. y'all had your layover at the airport. You're like, okay, you're down in, in Terminal E or whatever, because that's where American Airlines is flying out of. So I was and like, okay, I have like a three-hour sit. I had yeah. a six-leg day that day. I had a three-hour, we like get to Fort Lauderdale and then like sit for three hours and then fly like five more legs. I'm like, all right, I'm going down to visit mom and dad, because that was my last day before I got furloughed. Right. Yeah. I remember. Was- <laughs> oh. But yeah, guys, you were you're now talking about these ships that are gargantuan, basically, um, and Huge. there are two things that limit these ships: uh, the fact that you can't go into certain areas, but for example, the Panama Canal. You also mandate that you're going to have to tender over. You're going to have to anchor away from a dock and you're going to have to tender in because yep. so many of these docks yep. and all these cute little ports are not even close to big they, they don't have anywhere oh, near the, 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 the depth to handle the draft of the ship like absolutely this. the channel cannot handle it yeah it's uh right. <laughs> the the thing that makes me laugh is when we were on the again like the largest ship on the planet right um when we were on that ship that bastard right uh, uh, we went to several different places, which were, uh, we went to, um, 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 uh, we went to the Bahamas. Um, and obviously that one was big enough. Then we went to Jamaica, uh, Freeport, right. And that one was big enough. And then we went down to Cozumel and that one was big enough. So I, here I, I was thinking we're on a quarter million gross ton ship, and we're docked. So when you get off the ship and yeah. you're standing on the dock, which is itty bitty in comparison, 
You're sitting there going, "Oh yeah, you look up holy at the side shit. of the ship and you're going, holy shit." You're on a you're on yeah. a skyscraper. Yeah. Legitimately. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's a it's a gigantic um, resort hotel with a hull under it. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. yes. It's an it's um, intense. And as Andrew well knows, I've shared with him that on my bucket list, I've been on probably gosh, Andrew, uh, you count them. I've probably been on seven or eight cruises in my lifetime. Yeah, and I've, I've been, been on three. Great and locations. You, obvi- you and Dad obviously were with me for all three of those. And to answer, <laughs> yeah. we had a considering yeah, like, who was putting the bill for that. Oh, you yeah. definitely were with us. <laughs> a, a listener who just messaged me, uh, 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 Mr. John, he says, "Is it worth getting the all-inclusive packages? One hundred percent." Otherwise, we'll yes. be paying extra for booze. Yes. And anytime you do anything, you move and you're like, oh, my God, that's awesome. It costs extra unless you have the packages. Right. Right. And so what we did as a family, um, and these are all whatever your budget kind of thing can afford. But, uh, Andrew, you might remember that as a family, we always said, okay, we're going to do one excursion. So the mm-hmm. first Alaska cruise, we took a float plane yes. over the glacier. Nice. And so far, I believe cool that is the only time I've ever been on a seaplane. Yeah. That was, was, pretty was it cool. Sitka or Seward? Yeah. yeah. We, flew, we did the flight over the glaciers and actually got a chance to actually yeah. take a look at them up close. Because I think one of the first stops we did was Glacier Bay. We left, the first thing we did, we did from Anchorage down to Vancouver. It was a seven-day cruise. And I think one of the first big stops we did was into Glacier Bay. Or no, no, it was um, right. College Fjord. Because they were all named for like Harvard, Yale, right, and Princeton, and all the, the different glaciers. The that were outside in the water. Dude, I, see, okay. I, the Royal Caribbean thing, obviously, because we're going on Royal Caribbean now for our second time, and they send us another thing that says, um, uh, you know, like, oh, there's these new things. You can try this. You can try this. And I'm like, I just spent a lot of money on a cruise for yeah. you. I'm probably not going on another one until 2022, maybe. It'll be a little while. <laughs> Slow down, Slim. But it was for Alaska. Now, we have gone now. This will be our third Caribbean cruise, right? I want to go to Alaska. Just you and Jenny or the three of you? Now, the first two was, the first one was Jenny, me, and Rabio. The second one was Jenny and I for our honeymoon. And this one is going to be all three of us. So now we've done three, you know. That's good. Yes. She's very happy. She was excited. Jenny didn't want me to tell her. Basically what mom and dad did. They at least did one, maybe two cruises before they brought Amy and me along. So they knew, they knew the ropes. Knew the ropes. Inning in the what? score. This, this is how you handle kiddos. On yeah, cruise. exactly. And, and also, well, we were a lot younger also, than Rory. So. Yeah. Um, you want to make sure that the experience is something your kiddo can appreciate. Um, and so that's why we went on two Alaska cruises, because they were so educational in what they provided for us as a tourist. Nice. Um so on the second thing we did, as Andrew well remembers, and my favorite side excursion, was we went on a whale finding book. Yes. You find the whales. And shit, yes. we found whales. <laughs> there oh, be yeah, whales We found a whole here. pot of humpbacks, and they were doing the bubble net feeding. 
They're... And then they all what? go deep, and they all make this literal like wall of bubbles that yes. just has a bunch of krill inside it. And then they all like have a feeding frenzy when they get to the surface. It was weird. It's like okay, you can you can tell that the whale's like going deep because the flute the- comes all the way out of the water and goes vertical. And they're like, okay, wait a minute, they're all gone. So we're all like, oh, wait a minute, okay, we're we're, we're just looking around when all of a sudden we see a ton of foam pop up on the surface, and it's like this feeding frenzy of forty ton whales. Captain, there be whales here. <laughs> oh, Scotty! I'm wait- I am waiting for Scotty to fly over in the bird of prey. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Uh, John says uh, I figured so, and I do love me some drinks when I'm on vacation. Fuck yes. Yeah, that that will be yeah. the deal. Yes, indeed. Um, that was the, thing, so the last time we went on a final? cruise was right after I graduated from high school, so I was still too young to drink. It was oh three. Right. You were eighteen. Yeah, I was eighteen. I just turned. I think I just turned eighteen. But yeah, it's. Well, you can but again, it's like even a Hall American and, at sea. Okay, it's uh, still the same twenty-one rules. Well, so. it also depends on where the the company you're with is birthed. Uh, it was Holland America, so I think they were. The ship was in Rotterdam. Yeah, oh, you yeah. couldn't drink. No, you couldn't. Yeah, so but even so, like you think the Dutch? I'm like really right, really. <laughs> the Dutch are like yeah, okay. You, Famous you, for you, your red you light district. And you can buy everything else in, right. in, in Amsterdam, but no, just you get no, twenty one. But drink. it's cool. Yeah, that the the I, honestly, I don't get the uh, the all inclusive drink package for me because you guys both know I don't drink that much. So Definitely, yeah, is Ron's not a heavy drinker. No. no, so like I'll have one or two and I'll pay for those. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, their prices yeah, so, aren't yeah, ridiculous. So if you're having two or three drinks a day, that's not going to break the bank. It's yeah, and if you're out of pocket for that, it's not going to kill. It's not going to kill your budget. Uh, but it also includes things like tip when you do the exclusive yeah. package. So Jenny, you know, Jenny likes drinks, right? She doesn't, you know, she's not a lush or anything. She's not like Rabio when Rabio were there. Oh my god, boy is a lush. <laughs> Lush. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's been a while since I hung with Rob. That okay, so I hung with him back in March, and I was like, we were, you know, because we still had to drive home. And like, I drove the first time, and he for the first time we we're hanging out, he drove the second time. I'm like, okay, so eventually we will have to drive home at the end of the deal. And I'm like, okay, I want to hang with the dude where we don't have to worry about driving. How many times, <laughs> Drew? Drew, how many times have you seen me drunk? Maybe twice since we've known each other. In, thereabouts in i know one of the time was the uh years. the night before you got married right i was like hey there's drunk ron yeah. <laughs> and then one time on this show <laughs> see but now we got rabio here he's got moves although he's masked and she isn't i rabio dude <laughs> Just so you know, you're not able to show it on your screen. Why not? It's broadcasting it's, right now. It's broadcasting right now. It's the only it's, thing people I can see. You can't see the two I of us. On, I don't see you guys. I see Drew and I see Ron and I don't see anyone. Oh, else. you probably, yeah, cause there's a delay. Yeah, you, you're probably a couple. Oh, it, it, okay. it may take a second. It'll yeah. come up. It's like, it's like 30 seconds. <laughs> that's why we told you to turn it down because <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't like that uh that, me otherwise it wasn't like that thing that old radio thing where it's only like six or eight seconds and you would actually cause it to feed back and they would tell you to turn your radio down now it's just 30 seconds exactly. ago and it's just repeating <laughs> hey, didn't we just say that? Well, but yes john if you like to drink 
<laughs> definitely recommend the packages, man, all day. Because you yeah, are going to well, spend that, a lot on Ron, ship board the drinks. The thing that I might recommend is what we did with Andrew, because he was not 21, is he was a Dr. Pepper-aholic at the time. Still is. And we got him the all-inclusive soda. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what yeah, right. They were still charging for sodas. For I'm like, hey, it's all-inclusive but no booze. I'm like, okay, well, still, I can just have all the sodas I want. No problem. Well, that's that's what I, I got. How that, they charge for sodas, but all the fresh-squeezed orange juice and, and uh, <laughs> everything at breakfast no. was free. <laughs> so, yeah, as a matter of fact, there's a, they have a specialty one in Royal Caribbean for that, right? So there's there's technically three drink packages at Royal Caribbean. There's the all-inclusive, which includes alcohol. There's the the nice version. I forget what they call it. I have to actually look it up. But it's the regular drink package with, you know, the souvenir cup, and it's got a little RFID thing in the bottom, and they got all the freestyle, you know, the Coke freestyle things all around with oh, all the different types cool. in them. They're awesome. Um, and then there's the basic one, which is like the orange juice, milk, your water, apple juice, things like that you can get anywhere. Uh, that is actually free. That's included. But if you want the sodas, then mm-hmm. that's one. And then if you want the all-inclusive yeah. for the alcohol, that's an extra one. But yeah, all the, all the fresh squeezed orange juice you, you can have. Was, you know, that's like, what yeah, I did for like, I look at that going, okay, how much are Valencia oranges at the freaking grocery store? If you want, I've got an orange juicer. I've got a big, like, orange press, solid aluminum press to juice oranges. And I'm like, okay, I go buy a Valencia oranges. I'm like, I'm positive that's got to be more than, than Dr. Pepper. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Royal Caribbean than what they're paying for Dr. Pepper, especially because you know they buy it in bulk. Royal Caribbean, it was great. They have this, uh, they have this machine outside of the the restaurants, right, or outside of the main, you know, dining room, and it is it is tall. Fuckers like eight feet tall or like seven feet tall or something. It's tall, and it's a big bin of oranges. They just throw the oranges in. And it's a big, right. giant grinder with filters in it, and you literally put your cup underneath it, and just like a like a tap, click, and it. <laughs> they literally had a I'm dude like, by hand feeding oranges. I was like, it was like a thing. It's it was like, but it was like much smaller scale than what you're talking about. But they had to do literally just filling up one glass or another, and he did like entire like pallets of it or like trays of glasses. Oh, oh my God, John. Juice. It was a much smaller ship, Ron. They could get away with that. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> I can oh. say, look at this. This thing is a less than a quarter of the size of the ship you're talking about here. I'm sitting here going, yeah, they can get away with that. I would say maybe it was oh, Marvel's yeah. or what, 2,000 people max on the ship plus crew? Uh, I was about 2,400 on the ship. Okay. And maybe about twelve hundred crew. Okay. What was the name of the ship? The Mazdam or the Stottendam? The Mazdam was one, and the Mazdam was the second was one. Stottendam was the first one. They were sister ships, same class. It was the Stottendam class. Yeah, they were sister ships. Yeah. Yeah. It was the it was the oh, Stottendam yeah. class because that was the thing. The second time around, we knew where everything was on the ship, so we knew the crow's nest was yeah, a good place to thing. go check we out didn't stuff have and. To get <laughs> Ma- okay. So, guys, here's my bucket list for the lady that's been on several ships and several cruises to various locations. My next shot, and I'm just waiting for it to open up for the right time that I can go on vacation, is Transatlantic. Yes. On the Queen Queen Mary Mary 2. Yes. Mom. Yeah, she's mentioned this a couple times. And I'm going to do the 
fly into London yep. and hang in London for a day or two, do the little tourist thing, then go to Southampton. They have special trains that take you straight down there. Yes. Um, and and zip on for seven days to New York City I, and dude, then fly home. I, I'm same. I am <laughs> I'm, I'm Girl, so same. excited about basically for people that say, well, why are you? I said, I want to recreate the Titanic without the sinking. That's all I want yeah. to do. I want, uh, I want oh, to cruise. Okay. Kind of an important I distinction. Now. <laughs> I, I just want to sail by an iceberg. <laughs> And be like, not today, fuck boy. (laughs) No, we have radar now, so there ain't no way we're hitting an iceberg unless the operator's blind. (laughs) I just want two people in a crow's nest taking care of me. By the way, the MS Rotterdam... Who aren't distracted by a couple people making out, so their night vision gets jacked up for a few seconds. (laughs) Uh, By the way, the uh, MS Rotterdam... Okay. Uh, was right. 99,500 gross tons, maximum capacity yeah. of 26,000. I just looked this up. Is, okay, it was a different ship. The the Actually, the Stottendam, right. there's a new Stottendam that's a whole different ship. I said, the, the picture I sent you is a ship I was talking about. I looked up the, on Wikipedia. It's 55,000 tons. Oh, I see it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's I'm a previous small. one. Yeah, it's the, it's the thing. It's Yeah, they actually, they, the ship still exists, but they sold it to another line. It was salt like they retired uh, it from there because I think it was like the early '90s when it was built, yeah. And eventually, after like 15 mm-hmm. years, almost 20 years or whatever, they finally decided they've had enough. Okay, they sold it to another cruise line. Yeah, uh, this one actually, the one uh, that y'all yeah, you said the Mazdam, yeah, is thousand right? M double Dam. Yes, and it was sold to Sea Jets in in 2020, as a matter of fact, and it was renamed the Aegean Myth. That was yeah. That was oh, the picture that I sent you. The the Mazdam. Yeah, it's and it, it it's a nice ship, but again, it's a lot. It's itty bitty. Than what you're talking? It's itty bitty. Now, granted, okay, Ron, uh, Ron, if you're going on an Alaska cruise, twelve hundred passengers, probably on. You'll probably be on a bit of a smaller ship because those can get into a lot more places, like the fjords and the different uh, bays and everything that you'll right. see in Alaska. Because really, a lot of the things you want to see up there are the glaciers, and I'm totally cool with that. You know, I don't yeah. need to be on a gigantic fucking boat. But well, another nice thing that we noticed the is fact oh, yeah, that on a smaller ship, it unloads and loads a lot quicker. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. When you get in at the end of the ship's journey and you dock and it's time to get off, you're not sitting there in an hour long line. And the muster drill doesn't take three hours. Yes. Oh, thank God. Ron, oh, Ron, I have heard that the muster drills are now much more and smooth and they don't actually always make you go out there to the deck oh we didn't even do that in the in the one that we did at royal caribbean for the the honeymoon we didn't go to the deck we actually went to uh our muster spot was the um uh uh was the the theater like their performance theater on the ship and they didn't have you go there Oh, no, they had us go there. They just didn't have us go out like from there and the path that we take to the boats You're or something. You're standing next to your particular boat. Right. Now, on the Carnival Cruise, that first one that we did with Rabio, yes, you went all the way to yeah. your actual uh, boat. I think that might be line by line, different cruise lines and different rules, because I looked at it, Holland America was owned by Carnival. So I'm assuming that, okay, Carnival and Holland America would do it the same way. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. 
Yeah, John. Well, here's what I've also done a lot of research in preparation for trying to make my reservation on the Queen Mary two is that um, COVID created a situation that when they finally got back to cruising uh, with masks and all the other junk wah, wah. that they've associated with it. Uh, wah, wah, wah. Um, All the stuff to remove the fun. Now, I'm hearing from people that what they're now doing is a um, virtual muster. Oh, so you got to stay in your cabin to watch the TV. You basically do not have to go out and stand there body to body, breath to breath. They're trying to prevent that from happening. So during the initial cruises that have happened since they've started cruising after COVID... Um, I have this feeling they've now discovered they don't need a mustard drill. Do a mustard drill yeah. in person, body to body, shoulder to shoulder at the muster station. Hey, mom, so all these years, like, oh, we didn't. It's like okay, us wearing us wearing the oxygen masks when we're flying jets, and somebody gets up to take a leak. Oh, if you're above twenty five thousand, you got to put the oxygen mask on. That day, that was there for decades, and it vanished like a fart in the wind. <laughs> Last April, <laughs> yeah, uh, rigged. Just like, oh yeah, it was, yeah, never mind. We know the time of useful consciousness above twenty four thousand feet is measured in seconds, which is why that was a reg in the first place. But eh, no big deal. If yeah. you have a decompression, yeah. you'll be able to get the mask on before the pilots are incapacitated completely and the plane crashes. Right? Yeah. Maybe. Exactly. You think it's cool. Maybe. It's whatever. And Leah's going, I'm like, I remember in my flight physiology classes in college, I'm sitting there going, I know that the time of useful consciousness at 24,000 feet, there's a sudden decompression, less than 10 seconds. And it only gets shorter the higher you go. And we go up to 41,000 feet in most airliners these days. We can go up there. So I'm Leah's going, we have a blowout. And one of us is taking a leak. The other one doesn't have to wear the mask because, oh, we don't want to worry about spreading the same. I'm sitting there going, the pilot being incapacitated is more of a concern to me than anything. That's when you're going. Uh, you, you yeah, he's going. I'm like, okay, it's, it's, it's all these rules. They it's, you have all these rules, and, they, and you think they'll save. You. They think they save you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. No. Dumb. Um, sorry, mom. By the way, and you you know what radio show you called, and I held on in yeah, my head. I know and what radio show I called, and it's, it's okay. saying something. I it was it was okay. So you know, like the 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 skizzit across my brain was when you said, you know, uh, you don't have to do the mustard drill where you're standing, you know, elbow to elbow and and stuff. And I was like, yeah, you don't have to stand there, tits to knees, <laughs> nuts to butts. <laughs> Nuts and butts is a military um, thing. <laughs> like, get in line right next point. to each other, right, right behind each other. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to make a point about the fact that these, like the Queen Mary 2 and other transatlantic liners, they've actually built those particular ships uh, to sustain, they're not going from short port to short port. They are designed to put up with high seas. Right. They have it's more an ocean liner rather than a cruise stabilizers. ship. Yeah, yeah, it, and as so a pods, it's and... supposed to be a smooth ride. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. 
I'm looking forward to it. That's the thing is, I look at that <laughs> so Oasis I'm in season and going, how top heavy that ship is. I'm going, man, you get into rough seas, that thing's going to be an adventure. Later. <laughs> Splat. <laughs> yeah. Guys, you were talking about people that when they retire, they go on yes. and just basically book on these cruise ships. Forever. That's no lie. There are people that they may be in their late 70s and they are willing to, they go, well, I'm not quite ready for a home, but maybe, but I don't want to be living alone in my house. I want people. So they actually book cruises and they spend two straight years on cruises that go around the damn world. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I think that more power to them. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to If I could, I would. But, um, (laughs) you know, it's. Uh, would I want to? Yeah. Would it be awesome? Would, would I spend a, a sabbatical, as it were, and do that? Maybe like right as we um, uh, retired, like before we bought the RV or something. Keep the right. house, right. go out, yeah, do travel that, for a while. You get your life. You know, like spend a couple months floating, and yeah. then a couple months roll, and then the rest of the year is rolling. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Until we can literally right. not roll anymore, and I would either have to hire a driver. <laughs> Or, or the fun part is the gas prices have gotten so ridiculous that it's no longer logistically feasible. Yes. Yeah. Well, Drew, you've got a couple of relatives that have played both games. Yeah. Uh, your Aunt Marilyn and Uncle Cliff, mm-hmm. great Aunt Marilyn, great Aunt Cliff, great Uncle Cliff, they actually did what Ron is proposing. Uh, they kept a post office box to receive mail in Phoenix, Arizona, and they lived on an RV. Hell yes. I remember they rolled they up to our house in Austin. Was, all right, that how do we hook this thing property. up? That was it. <laughs> it was the Cousin Randy moment. It was like, wait a minute, how do I hook up the RV? <laughs> do you got a fresh, like, hanging out 220 plug laying around? <laughs> Can I give it? We had one 220 plug in the house, and the dryer was using it. Yep, 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 yep. You actually got to build one if you do it at your house. Wheels, shall we say? Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. 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 He, Uncle Cliff, had a very nice RV. Oh, it was a nice. Okay, Ron, my Uncle Cliff. This is my almost a buck. Okay, Aunt Marilyn and Uncle Cliff. Aunt Marilyn was my grandpa's sister. She has since passed on. Her husband, Cliff, was the uh, guy who flew P forty sevens in World War Two. Nice. So he flew P-47 Thunderbolt, stayed in the Air Force for a good 20-plus years. He even served in Vietnam, flew C-47s. So he flew. He actually flew Puff the Magic Dragon. Oh, no shit. Yes. Nice. <laughs> he got to fly Puff dude. in addition to the jug. I'm sitting here going, this dude liked blowing shit up on the yes, ground he did. in big way. In a very large and, and, and large he did pass not kind fuck of way. Around, man. Uncle He's, Cliff did not fuck around. Other people are like, fuck this, pl- this spot in particular. He's like, no, fuck all, all these spots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he flew P-47s. He stayed in the Air Force for a good 20-plus year. I think he retired as a full colonel. And, yes, and after, uh, during Vietnam, and then his son joined the Air Force, and then became a captain for United. And then he flew triple C. He wanted to fly triple sevens and everything. He actually flew the press plane following W to Afghanistan. Nice. About 15 years ago. So okay, W's flying an Air Force One. Dude, He's doing the surprise you, visit to Kabul to see the troops. Fuck you. And the press plane with everybody is like <laughs> it was a United Airlines charter, and my cousin, yeah, my cousin Phil was flying it. You know why I say fuck you? Because he said you said W and doing that, and then you said fifteen years ago, fuck you. I know, I know, dude. 
Damn, it's been a long time, and a lot has happened. Getting a little old. Yeah. But just let you know, both of you, you guys are realizing you're old. Your mothers are realizing they're old too. This is true, but we also now know how you felt when we were, you know, we were young. And oh, this is true. Like all the things that you used to do, like our music was so much better back in the day, you know, that it kind was. of thing. And motherfucker, if we're not doing the same goddamn thing. <laughs> Yes, was like, I, I, I so understand my parents' generation now. I was like, we, we, kids, we, kids these days. Yes, like, I'm I telling guess. the kids to get off my yard. I actually said uh, those if words. I had a yard. And I meant would. Them. If I was no, in you an didn't apartment, say I would. that. I oh did. I did. I did. They were running through my front yard. I was like, hey, stay off the yard, y'all. Oh, and God. I'm like, God damn it. No. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. Go fuck Ron, yourself. Ron, to complete the ensemble, you need an M1. We, we will we will continue to we check. We will make this happen. We will make later, this before happen before they change the fucking laws and it becomes then, illegal. Uh, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> oh my god! But <laughs> I'm saying it's like Ron. Let's do it while well, it's still legal. Which means, hey, it's an excuse for my ass to drive up to see you in Virginia. Yeah, amen. It, and yeah, there you go. Tink, slacha. Yeah, slacha. Uh, yeah, John agrees. John agrees. He also said earlier, I tried to get it in earlier, but I can't, you know, squeeze a word in edgewise. Uh, he said, uh, well, last room, I'm pretty sure that I had 17 millers in five hours. Dude, John, I have never had that much to drink. I'm glad you're not dead, sir. (laughs) Damn, son. Your liver is like, you're a fucking asshole. You know that? (laughs) His liver is the champion. Are you kidding me? Your liver has just been pounded into submission. It's wearing the belt and everything. It's got the the people's elbow to the rest of his body. Damn, son. (laughs) But he agrees. Music is is not as good as it was back in the day. Now, we didn't. We don't remember you, mom, and and our parents and stuff like that. Saying why, like having having good re like like musical reasons why, like oh well, you know they don't do progressions anymore, or they don't have uh, uh, storyline connections, they don't have bridges that actually bridge between key changes and things like that. The key changes, there are no key changes. That fucker is in the same key and plays the same fucking note for four minutes. You know, uh, y'all had to squish all of that information, all of that emotion down into two minutes and 30 seconds. And we can have songs that are six minutes long until my mom and dad, until my parents' favorite band, the Eagles came along with a song called Hotel California. Yes. Yes. I gotta say, folks, like the Eagles have the, the, the beautiful things about that band is that their music has transcended generations to the point where. The people who were teenagers when their stuff was first being aired on the radio are their kids and even their grandkids are becoming Eagles fans. Folks, that, that just shows you how good their music really is. Well, also, think- they, they, it's it, it's a band that, okay, they existed for a period of about a decade through the 70s and literally 1980, it just stopped. Like, and then uh, as Glenn Fry said in 1994, we didn't break up. We just took a 14-year vacation. Yes. <laughs> well, Drew, <laughs> even think going, about okay, this. fine. Because he and Don and, and uh, he and Don Felder and Don Henley were still doing great music all through the 80s. So he's like, all right, we've kept the freaking pilot light going. So when we finally decide to put us all behind us and get back together and forgive each other, it's going to be awesome. 
And it was for about six years until they finally kicked Don Felder out of the band forever. So think about like the ones that transcended incredible amounts of generations are the longest songs in, in history. Stairway to Heaven, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody, Hotel California, Hotel California. Thriller. Money, yeah. Money for Nothing. Right, I never realized how long Thriller actually is. That is a long song. Money for Nothing. Yo, yeah, that's an eight-minute song. Hey, Jude. Yeah. No Woman, No Cry. Yeah. Uh, to Be In Love, I don't really give that one a lot of credit as it, you know, going to be across. In love. It, it's uh, it's uh, uh, an Indian DJ uh, song. Uh, like from a long okay, time I've never found that one. Champagne Supernova. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay, seriously, that. Oasis was a huge band. I know literally two, two of their songs. songs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Champagne Supernova and uh, uh, what the hell is uh, Wonderwall. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to get into the show. That's the song everybody's come to see them play. Yes. There, anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one on that list. Last one. November Rain. GNR. Oh, yeah. Or Sweet Child. Or Sweet Child. Which is also six minutes. That was six minutes. Yeah. Uh, November Rain is nine. American Pie. American Pie. Honestly, what other songs can you name by Don McLean? Right. By the way. one, folks. By the way. November Rain. a one-hit wonder. Yeah, exactly. Like the highest level. (laughs) At the highest level. Nine. uh, One-hit wonder. And we have a long-ass song. We're sitting here going, good luck remembering all the words to this one. November Rain was nine minutes long. That's There's a lot going on with that one. Sweet baby Jesus. That's Guns N' Roses, man. It's like, it's... As they they they, they had a chance. They they broke up before they had a really good chance to suck. Your mother Andrew. is your mother is talking. <laughs> By the way, mom, when you talk, when he talks, his whole thing cuts out, and he can't hear anybody talking over him or to him. That is the nature of our I'm technology. How that works? Because I've always wanted to just kind of put my arm through the internet and go <laughs> let Ron talk. <laughs> I would if I could tell. I was like, I have to look. Like, oh, wait a minute. I look and I see he's talking. I'm like, all right, hold on. Well, it's like when I <laughs> like, used to do that. Yeah. Let I me know. finish the friggin' story. <laughs> okay. Linger so longer. Oops. Hang on. I can't wait my hand. Sorry, wrong, okay. wrong button. Uh, Hold one on. of the things that I've noticed through the years <laughs> that brings the old music forward is that people that are picking music for movies and whatnot are things for, that will be included in a movie soundtrack. Absolutely. They keep going yeah. back to some of the old, you know, the old goodie oldies but goodies routine, even if it's something not from the fifties, but I'm saying something from the nineties and yeah. they're bringing forward stuff that gives it new life. Exactly. And that's what I've noticed a lot. Okay, mom, mom, greatest example, bridging the gap in the generations. Probably the greatest example, Wayne's world. Oh yeah, oh, Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. That brought that song into a number one hit again. Fifteen years after it was released. Well, even like the fifties and sixties stuff, and even like the doo wop stuff, all that came back big time thanks to in nineteen ninety six. That thing you do. That thing you do. Yeah. It was. It was referencing no song. It was referencing no. an entire era. 
And it brought that era back into the front lines. Yeah. Thanks to, you know, thanks to them. Thanks to uh, Tom Hanks and, and yep. all them guys. TV player. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The bass player is like, uh, the bass player is his character's name. And then Mattingly and Hayes are the last names of the other two guys in the band besides Guy. Yeah. And I'm sitting going, aha, the year after Apollo 13, <laughs> this is what we're doing. And he even heard a couple of guys from Apollo 13 who are in there, too. It's like uh, uh, Clint Howard. Who was their original uh, manager, the guy with the camper trailer? He was. Oh, yeah. He played uh, Deke Slayton. He played Deke he played, Slayton, yeah, played Deke Slayton yep. in Apollo 13. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. He uh, did play Deke Slayton. Wasn't that movie done by Ron Howard? Uh, Apollo 13 yeah. was. No, no, no. I mean, uh, that thing you do. That was directed by Tom Hanks. It was. No, that was a Tom yeah. Hanks. It was tone. written by Tom Hanks and yeah, directed written and by directed. Him. Holy shit. Yeah. And, and a lot of the guys that he worked with in that show, he went on to work with again on From the Earth to the Moon. A oh. lot of the same actors. I'm thinking Brian Cranston's in there playing Gus Grissom. Uh, uh, Steve Zahn, the, the uh, other guitar player, uh, Lenny. He goes in there. I, I, I who did he play? He was another one of the astronauts. In um, there's a bunch of, of guys that show up. You're saying, "Oh yeah, same actors." This is Brian Cranston we're talking about. This is before Malcolm in the Middle. He was a relative nobody, right? Way before Breaking Bad. So yeah, I said, "Oh yeah, Brian." It's like, it's like, I watched this movie like that's Brian Cranston. Holy crap! This is what 1996. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, when you see those then? things, it's another actor. Yeah, when you see those things, and you like, like if you're an actor, right? And you hear anything by some of these people like Tom Hanks, like you'll hear, oh, that that thing will come out and it'll come over to you by your agent. Right. And you're like, all right, we'll read this script. And I'm like, who uh, who's it from? Like, oh, it was written, directed by Tom Hanks. And I'm like, I don't need to re- write it or read it. I just need I to know all I need to know. Go where to do the I call sign? for it. Where do I go to the <laughs> call for it? I want Wait, when and where <laughs> I want four calls right now. Let's go. Just jip right to the fourth call. Let's go. <laughs> oh, that would be glorious. Hey, Mama. Yes, ma'am. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I had a, uh, a wonderful hey, Mom, have you been champagne. drinking tonight? <laughs> Mom's been drinking. Yeah, she just said she yeah, had champagne. Yeah, I've had a little. Mama, uh, I'm I've almost to the end of my second suggestion. margarita. Okay, here's your suggestion. When in doubt, uh, and Andrew knows I've actually had this in the wine fridge for a while. Small single bottles of Corbel champagne or whatever. And I opened, I said, well, that's all I've got in the fridge right now. Hmm. So I opened one up and I squirted a Kroger brand. Um, Andrew knows what this is. The like strawberry watermelon squirt flavoring. Oh, the thing. water enhancer thingies. Oh, yeah. 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 Just squirt that into champagne and any flavor you like, and oh, it's a nice little additive. That's effing sure. genius. So, yeah, very nice. Very oh, nice. I, well, I, guys, I am so excited to be able to be a guest caller uh, on your show today, and now I'm uh, recorded for all posterity. How lovely is that? Um, but I'm going to let you guys, uh, you're coming close to finishing off. I don't know when oh, we got another hour. call it quit. We're about to do our set. We're about to come to the hour. We're about to come okay. to our set break, but yeah, we'll get another in hour. The middle hour and just have some fun. I really wanted to send that Robbio video to you and um, get that Man's got moves. up on there. Is, yeah. Man's got some moves. Pretty legit. 
pretty yeah. legit. Not gonna lie. I'm impressed. Take see, I follow him on Instagram, and I know you guys don't. So that's I'm not even on Instagram. I yeah, technically I do. Um, and, and when I had to go to that, I had to sign into my my personal account because I was obviously on all my business accounts. I had to sign in my personal account right. so I could see it um, because his thing is like hella private. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. With good reason. But uh, yeah, John, Jesus I'm Christ. glad he finally posted something. You know that we could see him actually do something other than mm-hmm. still photos of him and all his cohorts but um this is awesome and his and his dog guys thanks mama thank you guys i'll talk to you later have a great weekend what's left of it yeah (laughs) oh it's a long it's already saturday night and i just got off for two hours love you mom bye yeah we uh uh it's it's monday's a holiday but obviously oh, not for you guys. Yeah, but it's, it's, say this. You know, yeah. yeah, it's Monday's a holiday. It's a, it's a long weekend for me and m- most of us. Actually, yeah, <laughs> I have tomorrow and Monday off, and I'm back at work on Tuesday. So yeah. Ah. All right. Well, yeah. So next to- next Saturday, I won't have to worry about. Hey, am I going to get home in time to do the show? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad that I have two more days after this show to sleep. Hmm. Yeah, we got Formula One tomorrow morning. As we get the Turkish Grand Prix, and this season has been knocking futs. This is one of the best championship fights I have ever seen, and I've been following F one for twenty years now. This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, folks, it's worth getting up early and and just, just make some coffee. Dude, I'll be <laughs> completely like, honest with you. Watching F one. And, all, and just sipping coffee. All my 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 desire for any kind of sports, like I, on a Sunday, I'll, I'll just sit there and kick my feet back, work on something on the computer or something like that. And I might have some football in the background, or you know, especially like on a Saturday, I'll actually watch some college stuff. You know, obviously Friday I have to go to the high school stuff. That's, I think you know, yeah, it's A uh, and so, M and Alabama are playing tonight. So it's yeah. pretty much it. It's pretty much it. Like I, I you know, I'll, I'll watch hockey. That's pretty much the only one that I still have left in. It's like I've, I've I've been following F one, and then this season has just been so much fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it's the like, oh yeah, Lewis Hamilton's going to walk away with you know title number eight. Not if Max Verstappen has anything to say about it, folks. <laughs> he's he's got a massive fight on his hands. Red Bull has stepped up their game. And it's been a hell of a fight. So they gave it's him- been a lot of fun to watch. It's like, like literally, the two of them have been crashing each other out of races. Shit. <laughs> no shit, dude. <laughs> this is like Days of Thunder level. All right, uh, I'm gonna just knock his ass the hell into the wall. Did uh, did they uh, uh, grow them wings? They gave him wings. Uh, Sorry, almost. The cars haven't gone flying yet this year. Hang on, I'll give you. No, it's like, yeah, no, 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 seriously, the cars have not gone flying yet this year. Let's keep it that way. This is open wheel racing. It it is entirely possible. If there can be a little touch. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with open wheel with open wheel race cars, especially with these super sticky slick tires. They touch corners and cars can go airborne. Yes, like that. Ass over tea kettle. All right, we're gonna take yeah. our take our last break real quick, and we'll be back. Uh, that number you call, by the way, that Mama called eight three three four four one twenty two twenty. That's eight three three four four one twenty two twenty. We'll be right back. <laughs> If you haven't already, please make sure you like and share all of this goodness. We will make sexy time together. Now I know 
Y'all some crazy bitches. So we will be back shortly. Oh hell yeah! What is up, my bitches? What's up? We's back. 7600 The Squawk. It's the Porch Factor. I am Ron. I am Drew. That motherfucker over there. And we are on our last pitch through the thang as shit and all that stuff. Thank you for Mama P for giving us a call. If you want to give us a call, 833-441-2220. You can be a guest on the show, 833-441-2220. Or, if you want to leave a voicemail, you can also do that. Now, here's something interesting, Drew. Hang on. Let me get rid of the uh, intro music, because I got an email, right? Because Mama actually left a voicemail uh, when she called the first time, and I didn't have Skype turned back on. And I have an echo because I had my speaker still turned on. Rookie! So. I have no snare in my headphones. I have way too much snare in my headphones. God damn it. Typed the wrong fucking thing fuck well fuck uh, it we'll do it live fuck it we'll do it live all right so when fuck you do sucks. <laughs> send one this is what you get Ugh. hi ron it's mama p give me a call back at this number Five one two. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> we, we can always play your voicemails, <laughs> download them, and put them in a little, <laughs> a little what you call it, a little, a little carrier, a little box that we can play if we, uh, if we find one that is interesting. So, even if you are listening to this as a podcast, give us a call, leave us a voicemail eight three three four four one twenty two twenty. One time we had a person call us on the radio, uh, down you know when we were on the real radio, obviously. And uh, they called, and all they said was French fried taters. <laughs> I guess I wasn't there that day. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I, and, and I have it on a recording, too. Like, he comes in, and he goes, French fried taters. And I'm like, French fried taters? Who, baba booey. Who's this baba booey, baba booey? <laughs> Who is this? Go go away. Oh, my God. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> anyway, I think that's what we were on before we got derailed by Mama P. Dude, so. we got derailed hardcore. But it wasn't us that derailed us. No, thankfully, it was Mama P, but still, <laughs> for, once. <laughs> for once, it wasn't us. And we got derailed. See, Mama P fits in, and this is also explains where you get it, is that even during our conversation with Mama P, we also got sidetracked. It goes in the family. It is, it, it's yeah. I, I wonder where it came from. I was like, no, it, it's a genetic thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, I think my sister's the same way. Yeah. I don't think I have had a long conversation enough with her to, to get into that kind of a situation. It's yeah, hell. It was like one, maybe two times. You two ever times. Had with her? One that 4th yeah. of July. Yep. And her wedding. Yeah, which obviously I didn't see her for much of. I mean, I saw her, but (laughs) you don't. It was the whirlwind tour when I was giving you the Goodfellas intro to all my relatives. Like 150 (laughs) people at that fucking thing, and they're like, "Oh, you know, I know that person and you." Uncle Paul, he's the one who was talking about hunting, fishing, and guns. Seriously, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) But yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So on the subject that we were originally on, let's go, Brandon. 
All right. So, this as you may glorious. or may not be aware, the guy who calls himself the president of the United States at the moment is not exactly popular with the American people. And the American people have decided to start expressing this in a rather explicit way at major sporting events. College football, now the NFL. They did it at the Jets game mm-hmm. in the Meadowlands yep. in Jersey right. last weekend and at Talladega Speedway in Alabama. I'd be shocked if it didn't happen there. And everybody across the country is now chanting, fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> it's become a thing, folks. It was happening at Talladega Speedway last Saturday, about a week ago today. After the undercard NASCAR race, the winning driver, whose name was Brandon. Brandon Brown, by the finish way. Line. Brandon Brown. Okay, thank you. I, was like, mm-hmm. I, was like, I don't remember the name. Yeah, I think I was working at the time. We were doing something at the time. I didn't move it. No, we were doing this. We were I, doing I, the I, show. I didn't even see the end of the, sh- yeah. the race. We like, didn't yeah. see it until the next day on, on social media. Yeah, yeah. So I saw it the next day, and I was sitting there going, "Wait a minute, what?" So he's there. He did his okay. He wins. Does his victory lap. Goes and does his burnouts at the start finish line, and which is right, you know, obviously right in front of the stands. And the NBC Sports reporter, because NBC was covering the race, goes to interview the winner. After gets out of the car, takes off the helmet, and he's like, "Hey, you know, waves at the crowd and all that you know, stuff." <sighs> And she's like interviewing him, this and that. And he's like, yeah, and the crowd is really behind you. They're chanting, they're chanting, let's go, Brandon. When it is excruciatingly, painfully obvious, and you can hear it clear, clear as a bell. Clear as a bell. I don't think she realized the audio was as clear as it was. She's like, yeah, she's trying to put a good face on it. Not excuse the language of the people in the crowd. No, that's usually what they would do. Right. No. It's like they're chanting, let's go, Brandon. Tr- NBC is trying to tell the viewing audience they're not saying what they're clearly saying. That may be the most 1984 journalism thing I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was pretty ugly. It's clear what they're saying. And so they're trying to say, oh, no, no, that's not what you're hearing. You know, your ears are deceiving you. I'm like, no, they're not. No, they're not. Why haven't I been pulling this up? Well, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, yeah, Ron, I thought you'd have this teed up and ready to go. But... Here we go. I suck. <laughs> Fuck you, ads. Eat a bag ads. of dicks. It's like, dude, just pay the eight bucks a month for face for YouTube without the ads. Hell no. <laughs> it's transformed my YouTube experience, let me tell you. No, I'll, <laughs> I, see, you're giving money to the Googs. Uh, no, I'll... All right, here we go. But as much as, much as the Googs is given back to me through YouTube in terms of shit that helps me to sleep at night, it helps me to go to sleep. Like, yeah, Thank okay. you to all of our partners. Oh, my God. It's just such an unbelievable moment. Three seconds in. Yeah, fuck Brandon, you also told me, as you can hear the chants from the, the crowd, let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you Dude, she even stopped for a full one. Yeah, she, let, she let it go. Was like, I'm going to shut up so you can hear it on my microphone. And yeah, they're saying, let's go, Brandon. The, no, they're not, the cr- honey. Crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were going to kind of hang back those first two stages and just watch and learn. What did you learn that helped you there in those closing laps? Oh, my God. It was uh, learning how each line didn't uh, 
state of one and everything. There you go. Here's the MetLife one you were talking about. Yes. This is the next day at the Jets game. <laughs> I love this picture. <laughs> like nibbling his wife's finger. Dude. Dude, it's like the whole fucking stadium. Yeah, and it's a big ass stadium. And it's like this is in the Meadowlands in North Jersey, right across the river from New York City. This was my one of favorite the one. Areas of the country. This is my favorite one that I saw. Oh, yeah. Was Stay. Aaron Lewis? All he has to do is whistle chant against the forty-sixth president of the United States. The chant of "F Joe Biden." Massive crowds uh, attending dude, college. Football shut up! Games. I just want to watch the video. Stained and corn were recently up to address the All crowd. Was whistle. Who was Pennsylvania is the birth- yeah. Take a look. Joe Biden coming from Spring, Pennsylvania, his hometown. Yeah. Come on, coordinate that shit. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. Where's the other one? Inserted yeah, himself into the crowd's attempt at the chant. Aaron Lewis has expressed his political view music, charting at the top spot on the yeah. Impeach 46. Lewis has been wearing his own gear. Lewis has worn an Impeach Biden shirt as well as a I could shit. Has been more so Wait, during his I solo. Could I could shit Biden a better president. I've seen well that picture. As well as a I could shit a better president T-shirt. <laughs> but now he has brought it into his stained performance. If you are new here to country, out. Damn it! Where is the one where he just whistles? Yeah, it's, it's got to be on there somewhere. Oh, it's so Aaron good. Lewis, Aaron Lewis, fuck Joe Biden. Just punch that into the search. It's got to come up. A A Ron. Oops. What the fuck? It's easy. <laughs> and of course, the autocomplete disappears from YouTube. Oh, of course. Is this the one that I was just watching? Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, that's the Scranton one. It might be a different one. I think, but it was again in the last week or so. No, it's a there's another one. All he has to do is whistle. Uh, where is that one? Fucking But that's probably about all I'm going to say this evening because anything I'm going to say is going to get me in trouble. It's not the one. It's not the one. It was like up on the stage or like at the edge of the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, YouTube's gonna bury that shit. Oh yeah, damn show, dude. There, there, dude. There's more. There's a bunch of them out there. Mm -hmm. It's like he does it every night. (laughs) Yeah. 
God damn. No, it was like, yeah, it was a, what, two weeks ago, he was in Joe's hometown. And it was like, even there, they're doing it. I'm sitting there going, folks, you really believe this dude got 81 million votes? I've seen zero evidence in the real world to back up that assertion. I believe Barack Obama got 69 million votes. There were huge crowds following him everywhere he went to hear him speak. I believe Donald Trump got 75 million votes last year. There were massive crowds going to see him speak everywhere he went. Uh, here we and go. Joe, a circle jerk in his backyard. I found it. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, folks. Uh, like, uh, yeah, that's that's become the new code code words for that one. Oh, I love the little outro. Hold on. Oops, wrong button. Hang on. Fuck. Whoop. Two falls and three falls. <laughs> Does he, he have a, once. does he have the little, you know, fall risk thing? You know, the, the, the uh, life alert thing? Yeah, the I life would, alert I would hope so. Yeah. I would hope Jesus so. Jesus Christ. Well, now you've got, we've already covered the SROs. Yeah. That they're reneging on that, like, hardcore. You realize, oh, yeah, by the way, we shouldn't have gotten rid of those guys because we need them. Fucking idiots. Uh, but then also... They are showing now, not only in your industry, but in a multitude of industries that two things have happened, are happening, and will happen at greater volume, that these mandates, that you must get a Fauci-ouchie, then people are just going to quit. Or wait to get fired so that you have grounds to sue. Exactly. Wrongful termination. Yeah, it's wrongful termination, even in an at will state, because it's a it was wrongful termination and also a violation of Title seven of the Civil Rights Act. Federal level, federal law, folks, the president so, of the United States, the guy who calls himself the president of the United States, our alleged president said, fuck the Civil Rights Act. You have to do what I say, dude, if I was anybody who benefited from the Civil Rights Act, you know, like uh, literally everybody benefited from this part of it. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, yeah other parts of it that were mm-hmm. necessary by the way um, folks by the way they can just look at who are the most reluctant to get this needle people who are most to benefit from the civil rights act the main target audience and there's a reason for just that folks saying. because the tuskegee experiments just saying do your homework folks and the government says oh this needle we're going to inject into you is completely safe yeah, you can bet your fucking net worth they're lying to your ass. Yep. Well, and the problem that that really, really irks me is that they're trying to get rid of history, right? They're trying to block yeah. history so that you can't learn history. Book burning, like somebody yeah, else did. Folks, like, I, I swear I've heard this song years before. Ago. I really. Um, and so you're not going to learn the, the history of this. 
and then they've just shown that they can throw all articles out. They can throw anything out. They threw the First Amendment out. The First Amendment is gone. You think you have freedom of speech? Eat a bag of dicks. You don't have freedom, you have freedom of nothing. Freedom of religion? Freedom of to peacefully assembly and tradition you. Yeah, good luck. You you peacefully assemble and even if you riot assemble, it's it, it's not protected anymore. You're going to jail. Like, yeah, if you riot assemble, but your cause is the right side for the authorities. Correct. They'll let you burn everything in sight down. Yeah, I think we had like three arrests, I think, in the the one that we had in this area. Three arrests. There was 500 people in the middle of the street and a multitude of them burned down the one building they burned down. Talk at the Taco Bell, remember? Multiple mm. people. It wasn't in three people. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't three people. It was a crowd of, it was a mob. But the people that were allowed into the building that we own anyway. That's the thing, folks. Oh, yeah, the government's saying, you can't come into this building. Motherfucker, I paid for this building. Legitimately. It's mine. It's, It's literally, it's called the people's buildings. It's the people's capital. You know, we were talking about that earlier, the people's, the people's, right? You want, you want to make the people's car a Volkswagen, yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. But seriously, we, we legitimately own them. You know, the people that are always talking to, oh, I pay your salary to the cops and stuff. They're not wrong. No, they are absolutely correct. <laughs> and they're like, like, oh, well, we get yeah. we get most of our money for for uh, all of this, uh, you know, What's for like their- Miller band said is like he makes his living off other people's taxes. Yep. Billy Mac is a detective down in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say, like, folks, you gotta add the claps to that shit. You do. Take the money and run is a great fucking song. <laughs> they, and and yeah, and Steve Miller is a Texan. Was is he still around? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, very much. Steve, yeah, Miller, Steve Miller also a fellow Texan. So yeah. Well, it, my point was though, and now I don't remember. You derailed me and you fired the synapses. What was I saying? Talking about burning down the Taco Bell, After three that. people arrested out of five hundred, and the people's buildings. We own them. Ah. We pay taxes for them. Yep. And then people say, you know, to the cops, you know, oh, well, I I pay your yeah. salary. You one hundred percent do. And then some of the states, uh, like especially that crazy ass psychotic piece of shit mayor in Chicago, she says, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, no, uh, we get federal grants for that kind of thing. Yeah, where do the federal grants come from? The much higher taxes that I pay to them. Are you fucking stupid? Like, is there like, I, I, I think of it like a hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy in order to be the president of the galaxy. You have to split your mind. You can only run with half a mind. That's, have you ever seen it? Have you ever no. read the book? I have not read the book, not seen any of the movies or versions of it yet. So right, I'm well, a bit lost. But. Okay. Well, basically they had to remove half of him. And they buried in his neck. So every once in a while, and his head tilts back, and and his second self comes out. It's like a whole other face and stuff. But they have to like chop your brain up and remove half of your brain in order to be president. And I'm like, dude, that is the most like perfect statement about reality, right there. You use you literally half your damn have brain to use to half your brain. And the, the the sad thing is that it's. Be- 
it's become a, pol- uh, a, a p- um, um, popularity contest. And then when the popularity doesn't do right, then they fall back on the quote unquote laws that they can easily subvert. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, the law means this today. Right. And then it will mean something else tomorrow. And until some judge or the armed population of the country stops them, they continue doing this shit day after day, week after week. Yeah. Forever. It's not even like, like little by little anymore. No, they're taking gigantic chunks. It's not incrementalism anymore. The folks, the frog has noticed the water is getting hot. He's about ready to jump out. But I, the problem is, I don't think it is. I don't think they are. I think the frog's just going to die. I have no faith. I have no faith. I have no faith until the news from Jacksonville Center happened last night. See, that was nice, but, you know, they're still going to go back. Those were the first crates of tea thrown into Boston Harbor. Yeah. Quite possibly. But then people are going to be like, oh, well, they're just crazy. And then it's kind of going to go quiet. It's eventually going to get to the point where the crazy people are the ones who are now calling the shots. They the already people, are the, the ones crazy you, ones. Yeah, the ones, the ones that, that you call crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say the they legitimately the crazy ones. The ones they call crazy are the ones who are about to eventually call the shots. <laughs> the legitimate nutballs. Well, and can you think about this? They start doing all this. Now you got fuck Joe Biden and the tens of thousands going on at public events. And those public events are happening because fuck Joe Biden. Um, it, now you're trying to say, oh, well, he's he's going to get reelected. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to we're going to take care of everything. <laughs> Only if they steal the election again and they're going to have to steal it so hard, there will be nobody who believes the results. It's, just, it's maddening. His approval ratings are down in the 30s now, folks. That's lower than Donald Trump ever got. And they oversample his side of the aisle. Thirty eight. Thirty eight. Fifty-three percent of the country thinks he's doing a bad job. Thirty-eight percent is the bunch that thinks he's actually doing a good job. Donald Trump never got numbers that low. Nope. So come the next, uh, well, they've got, they've got you know governor gubernatorial ones going on right now. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, VA yeah. is coming up in a month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, I've already voted. Mm-hmm. I did a little drive to drive. Sure as fuck wasn't for Terry McJackass. No, fuck no. Just like anything else, you don't infuse new blood. You end up getting the same bullshit you've always had. So we had uh, 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 Joe, you know, uh, Brandon. We had Brandon before and we had Brandon for 50 fucking years. And Brandon is responsible for a lot of the bullshit he is now claiming he's trying to get rid of or change. And he's not. And it's like I don't I want to get rid of everything that I've put in place over the last fifty years. I'm like, no, you don't, no, asshole. You don't you asshole. Want to you triple want to and quadruple it. down on it. Right. So okay, uh if you don't infuse new blood, then you're not gonna get positive change going forward anyway. You're not gonna get positive protection of anything. So Terry McAuliffe was our governor for a long while, back long ago. Well, not too terribly long ago. In the, bef- in the before time. In the before time, in the long, long ago. <laughs> I'd vote for John Elway <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, hey, John, well, John Elway would be a better choice over pretty much any politician right now. I'll just rename uh, our town Smiley Town and move on. And 
we're still in the same issues we've been having. He's like, oh, yeah, I did this while I was governor. I did this while I was governor. I was like, no, you didn't, first of all. No. Stop the things lying. you did do were not positive things. No. And then he says, oh, I brought 200,000 jobs to Virginia. I was like, yeah. And 16 of the largest companies or 15, I think it was, largest companies in Virginia left while you were here. So, yeah, you brought 200,000 new jobs, but lost a quarter million. So what, uh, what Gavin Jackass net? is saying over in uh, California right now is California created Tesla. Yeah. And Tesla just told you to get fucked. Yeah. They're moving to Austin. Right. Elon Musk is taking his multi shit. That might be the first trillion dollar company. Yeah. To fucking Texas. My state. The Why? red state. Why? Why? Because you don't know your ass from a hole in the ground, Sparky. They recalled your ass. You they recalled your ass and you cheated and you barely fucking squeaked by and kept your damn job. You're like, you know what? Fuck the people who tried to get rid of me. I'm going to stomp on them. Like, Gavin, good luck, dude. I hope your freaking state troopers are got their damn chambers loaded. Some crazy fucker is going to try to go after that asshole. But see, that's what I'm saying. I don't see that kind of thing even happening anymore. Think about it's the It's the few. It's made, it's not going to be in significant numbers. It's going to be few. Yeah. And it's not going to happen. Like they'll just be considered the crazy ones. Like take, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, any of the assassinations, take, uh, any of the shots at, you know, like when they shot at Reagan shot Reagan. Yeah. Hinkley motherfucker just got goddamn released from the fucking crazy town here. <laughs> yeah, like in the DC area. Yes. Motherfucker just got freed a week ago. I'm right. Like, really? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure on, after 40 years, he's he's completely normal. I I'm sure Jody Foster called him and made up. I think he's... The motherfucker uh, thought he was Travis goddamn Bickle. Seriously, folks, have you ever seen Taxi Driver? This motherfucker thought he was Robert De Niro in Taxi Driver. I think he's he on... he thought he was going to impress Jody Foster by shooting at a politician, the president I, of the United States. I think he's uh, on house arrest, though. Like, I think what his condition of his release is to be on house arrest. Let's hope. Yeah. Whatever. Now, granted, he wasn't convicted of anything. He was sent to he, you know, he was crazy. So they sent him to the loony bin for forty years, and they right. said, "Hey, yeah, we can let him out." I'm like, no, no, no. Whatever. But see, yeah. like I was saying before, the yeah. the rules are for thee and not for me. Not for me. And this is it's how we end up in this situation. And we ain't in it, as George Carlin. They, Fuck it, let's bring that up. <laughs> like, Ron, that may be the most appropriate segue we've ever had. Ever in history of show. Bring up Georgie boy. <laughs> it's just it's it, that's just what I see, man. I just I see the the things continuing to go, and then once people finally go, hey, wait a minute. The hey, wait a minute is going to be a decade too late. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. It's everybody's gonna finally realize it, and there's nothing we can do to fix the gigantic fucking mess. You remember how <laughs> we, in the history when you were learning about like the food lines? Mm-hmm. Right. That that is literally happening right now. Right. Right. Yeah. This second, it's happening. Like it's literally, how that shit came about. And, like, and why your grandma reused her tinfoil? Yeah. Washed off her tinfoil and saved it. Why would you do that? It's like she grew up in a very different time that we're going back to now. 
And honestly, if my mom was still on the phone, she could explain this because she was raised by the people who lived through the Depression. Yeah. And it's it's an experience, folks, that uh, until you've been through it, you really don't understand. It's a generational thing. Oh, well, you know, things were different in my day. Yes, they very much were. And it took a war that killed tens of millions of people to get out of that shit. And now we're just going to march back into it. And you look with, at China right now making with gleeful Taiwan. And I'm sitting here going, folks, uh, we've heard this song before, except it was Japan, not China, in the 1930s doing a lot of the same shit. We're going to bounce back into this with gleeful ab- abandon. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying so to. Like, yeah, Ron, I sent you the link. Yeah, I'm like pulling it up. Yeah, so <laughs> George Carlin, uh, we we the, I remember the day, we did a show the day he died or the day after he died, and he, he, he read his obituary. And whoever had written that obituary dug out the damn thesaurus that day because they were using lots of big words, and you were having trouble with them. And I'm looking at this going, I'm like, me school spelling bee champ for like three years back in the day. I'm just like, what the fuck is Nerd. this asshole trying to say? No, like, what the fuck is this dude trying to say? Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's just say. Oh, I, I said something like this. Uh, it's like, on, like Michael Jackson, an artist I did not truly appreciate until after he had left us. Yeah. Oh, this other one. Uh, conservatives stunned after the latest development regarding the Texas school shooting suspect. Oh, yeah. Right. My response like, to it was they're just spitting in our faces now. They know <laughs> for a proven fact that they can do whatever they want and we will do absolutely nothing about it nothing so yeah dude shoots up a school because he loses a fight pulls out a 45 and just shoots his teacher and a fellow student and he's out on seventy five thousand dollars bail the next day you break into the capitol building and put your feet up on nancy pelosi's desk your ass ain't gonna see the daylight for eight months and then when you go to trial you'll probably be in jail for the rest of your life for oh, insurrection. Try to hit him. And the fun part is, they call this January 6th business an insurrection. How many people have been charged under the Insurrection Act for actions taken that day? Zero, right? Yeah, goose egg. Not one. Not a single charge that was anything of a violent nature. Unlawful parading, trespassing. And I'm sitting there going, wow, so nine months of solitary confinement. For trespassing. And then you plead to that. And he goes, yeah, okay, um, time served. Uh, but no, they're, they're giving him prison time. time and fines on top of this shit. And I'm sitting there going. Yeah, the really? countersuit is going to be legit. Yeah, I, I got to say, folks, yeah, it's. <laughs> well, that and they're kind of showing. fucking weird. They're kind of showing that the response to it, it or, you know, the next one, if they're trying to, like, amp up the score. Saying like, oh yeah, well this happened on your first one, so if you're going to do a second one, you better make it count or something like that. Damn right. You know what <laughs> I mean? January 6th was a missed opportunity, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be the first one to say it. If they wanted to actually commit a real insurrection that day, they would have brought their guns. Yeah. And they would have had massive returns for doing that. Correct. The payoff would have been immense had they brought their guns into the Capitol building that day. If they were of a mind when they came to D.C. that weekend... To actually overthrow the United States government, they could have done it. 
So think about the security that they're, they're always like, oh, the security is great. The security is the best security. Awesome. Awesome. It's a paper tiger. People walked in the front door and were often let into the front door. Yes. There are videos of Capitol Police officers like, okay, just right this way. No resistance whatsoever trying to stop these people. They open the damn doors. They come in the building. No resistance whatsoever from the people who are supposed to be guarding the joint. Right. What the hell? I look at all this going, okay, um, if the people guarding the joint are saying, right this way, come on in. I'm not thinking I'm breaking the law in that scenario. There are a lot of people who walked in the building that day who had no idea. It's like, hey, oh, oh, they're opening the doors. We can come on in. Right. And they look, they walked around like an unguided tour group. That's exactly what they look like. <laughs> exactly. Going, if they're they even, were out to cause mayhem and murder people, they would have brought guns. And if they were Not like a single person has been shown to have been in possession of a gun that day. Hell, they came were into the Capitol without permission. Hell, they were straight up like straight up, you know, f- f- flag flying. Yeah, just toting Americans just walking around a building that they were in wearing American flags. Yeah. Well, he's right. going, uh, folks, if that's an insurrection, boy, um, you imagine just, okay, they're all in winter clothing in January in Washington, D.C. here. Yes. How easy is it to conceal a pistol under a winter coat? Very easy. You can conceal multiple pistols and ammo, spare mags, all kinds shotgun. of stuff. Not to mention, a lot of people were wearing backpacks. Yeah. How easy, to, how easy would it be to conceal a short-barreled rifle? and A short-barreled AR broken into two halves, plus a ton of mags. Or a folder. Eat, and eat, yeah. Or a folder or whatever, you got, or whatever you've got concealed in a backpack. All of a sudden, now you're inside the building. Oh, duck into an alcove or a bathroom or something. Assemble a rifle, lock and load, and now it's turned into the gigantic bloodbath. Now it is the War of 1812. But none of that but happened. that didn't happen. None of that happened. So, yeah, it's time to become part of the big club, right? Oh, it's on mute. Always one more button. Dude, there's like there's way too many buttons. <laughs> it was the tab was muted so that the, the... Yeah. <sighs> moving on. But there's a reason. There's a reason. There's a reason for this. There's a reason education sucks, and it's the same reason that it will never, ever, ever be fixed. It's never gonna get any better. Don't look for it. Be happy with what you got. Because the owners of this country don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The real owners, the big wealthy business interests that control things and make all the important decisions. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. 
They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table to figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient workers. People who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your social security money. They want your fucking retirement money. They want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. And you know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this fucking place. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. <laughs> you and I are not in the big club. And by the way, it's the same big club they use to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged. And nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hard-working people. White collar, blue collar, doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. Good, honest, hard-working people continue. These are people of modest means. Continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you at all. At all. At all. Man. You know? And nobody seems to notice, nobody seems to care. That's what the owners count on, the fact that Americans will probably remain willfully ignorant of the big red, white, and blue dick that's being jammed up their assholes every day. <laughs> yeah. Because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream, because you have to be asleep to believe it. Ooh. Welcome to another episode of Whale Season. So I just charged them 95 pounds Go a week. Go fuck off! Fast fuck forward off. two years. Fuck you! Dude, though. Yeah. Dude, though. Bruh. Yeah. Where the hell was F8? It? There it is. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, folks, the man's been dead for 13 years, and he's more relevant than ever. That was painful to listen to. Again. Yeah. I mean, I've listened to it before, but it was painful yeah. to listen to again. It's a big club, and you ain't in it, and it's a big club they're beating you over the head with. This is what I'm saying, though. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, it, it, how long ago was that? When was that uh, filmed? 15, 20 years ago, sometime in the last twenty years. He died in '08, so sometime before that, obviously, but not too far before that. George Carlin Club. Uh, it says that it, it wasn't was posted. linked. In the, it wasn't in the description. Yeah, it says. Uh, Oh, it's from George Carlin, Life is Worth Losing. That was in 2013. He that's was not, dead for five that's years. That's not way. Oh, here it is. Oh, seven. Year before okay, he died. Okay, so a year before he died. Yep. Man, that aged really well. And the fact that he said it in 2007. And Man's been ahead of the curve for a while. A it just took us a time. little while to figure it out. But the, you know, you say things like that. That's mm -hmm. what bothers me is ain't nobody. Well, there's you know a bunch of people that have figured out, but they are not going to do anything about it. I mean, they've literally broken the laws and, and all of the documents that govern the entire country. And nobody cares. As long as the check keeps clearing every two weeks, nobody gives a shit. 
Well, when shit stops showing up in the damn supermarkets and you have to worry about where's my next meal coming from. It's already happened. Yeah. I, I couldn't even buy cat food because all we the cat last food week. is gone. We talked about it last week. The yeah, supply went, chains are already going nuts. Yep. The truckers, by the way, which brings us back to the thing we started this segment on about the vaccine mandates. Clueless Joe thinks that he can mandate that every worker in this country should get this thing that they honestly, if they don't have it by now, they don't want it to get this needle. And people are saying absolutely fucking no way. I was like, I was questioning it. Then until you mandated that I do it or else I get fired from the career that I've been working in. No question, no problem for 12 years. A lot of people have been working even longer in the same job that they're now forced to worry about. All right, I either take this experimental needle, which, by the way, has been shown to cause complications to your health that can end your career as a pilot. One of the things this thing has been shown to cause is myocarditis. Yep. That is inflammation of the heart muscle, which causes permanent damage to the heart muscle. Do you, As an airline passenger... Do you want your pilot worrying about whether he's going to have a fucking heart attack at 35,000 feet? No, you do not. That is one thing that this jam needle can cause. Your pilots up in the front office have to pass a flight physical at least once a year. It's once a year until you turn 40, then it's every six months until you retire. And once you turn 35, you have to take an EKG. Once you turn 40, you have to take an EKG every year. So you have to verify that the muscle of your heart is beating correctly. This needle has been shown, this COVID vaccine has been shown to cause myocarditis, permanent damage to the heart muscle. I'm 36 years old, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not ashamed to say it. I've got 29 years left in my airline career until mandatory retirement age of 65. I'm worried about my career ending in days after I take this needle. I'm looking at $8 million in lost income over the next three decades if something happens. Not to mention the medical bills involved. Because myocarditis, by the way, is also something that kills 50% of people who contract it within five years. Myocarditis is far more deadly than COVID-19, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here to tell you. And I am sick and tired of being told you must take this experimental drug if you want to continue your career as an airline pilot. Truckers are having to deal with this. Military pilots are having to deal with this. Everybody who works in the transportation industry is now potentially going to have to deal with this. Take this drug that can maybe end your life within five years, maybe even sooner. Or you lose your livelihood. The Nuremberg Code says that no person should be coerced into participating into a medical experiment without their consent. Folks, the way the United States government is working right now, it says you must take this experimental drug or your job is done. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how close to retirement you are. I don't care if you're actually ready to retire. You have to do this or we'll fire you. Title VII of the Civil Rights Act says that nobody 
will be discriminated against because of their beliefs, religious or otherwise. If you have a sincerely held belief, your employer cannot discriminate against you. Folks, all of this right now is violating the Nuremberg Code, which is, by the way, something that was written after World War II to govern how the yeah, to restrict how shit that the Nazis did during the Holocaust. Dr. Mengele, all the medical experiments that happened under his watch on people who very much did not want to be a part of them, some of whom died as a result. Some <laughs> millions. Some, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like millions. count them among the millions who died as a result of all the shit they did. Couple that with the fact that, oh yeah, we're also going to violate the Civil Rights Act. And this is the United States government saying this must be done. Does this sound like the United States of America to you? Does this sound like the land of the free to you? Nope. It very much does not to me. And the saddest part about it is that there's people that are defending it, like regular citizens that are defending it because they are told to defend it because it makes them good people to defend it. Yeah. What's what step was that? Three, two, something like that. Yeah, it's the 10 steps towards genocide. I think we're on six or seven right now. Mm -hmm. Demonizing a certain segment of the population. Yeah. And blaming them for the problems. Folks, the Nazis blamed the Jews for the spread of typhus. Joe Biden and his acolytes are blaming the unvaccinated for the spread of COVID. Folks, I feel like my name is Rosenstein in Germany in the year 1935. I feel like they should just go ahead and make me wear a Star of David on my shirt and tattoo a serial number on my wrist. I am absolutely fed up with this. And if you aren't, you're not paying attention. You guys notice that I laid out for that whole thing. That's one of those ones that you don't you don't get between Drew and his his microphone. In <laughs> that one, you just you back up and go go ahead, bro. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I have run out of patience, ladies and gentlemen. Remember those? Joe Biden says he's run out of patience, motherfucker. I'm done, dude. When he I said am he sick was sick and tired of putting up with this tyrannical bullshit, and I know many other Americans feel exactly the same way I do. When he said they were tired of waiting, I was like, bro, you are playing with fire, bro. 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 You can't do that. (laughs) (sighs) Sorry to end this on a rant, folks, but um, it needed to be said. It did. And it's a painful thing to even think of. But unfortunately, we have to keep thinking about it. Yeah, John uh, asked again. He said, uh, "Is that for all three vaccines?" I totally agree with what you're saying. He was just curious. Uh, True is in. There hasn't been enough research done. Yeah, no. I mean, that's the the point. I'm looking at this going. There has not been enough examination done of each of the different ones to say yes, this one is completely safe. When they say, "Oh, the Pfizer vaccine is completely is FDA approved." No, it isn't, ladies and gentlemen. And now the it's version been that's removed. actually approved is a version that is not publicly available in the Correct. United States of America yet. Correct. The only version that you can get in your arm right now is the experimental version. And they're mandating that you get the shot or else you lose your job. Well, that and the fact that they're all three brand new. Think about the, the, the complications they've had with the flu shots over the years. And the flu yes. shot's been around for like 80 years. 
or seven Look years or some crazy Chantix, shit. for example. A Chantix. drug made by Pfizer. This is a drug to help you quit smoking. And it made came by out Pfizer, like FDA 20, 30 drug. years ago. Been on the market for 15 years now. Yeah. And they just recalled it this year because it causes cancer. Right. Never mind the homicidal and suicidal impulses that other people who've taken this drug have caused. Our pal Ben knows somebody who was a victim of that. FDA approved, gentlemen. FDA approval doesn't mean shit. Oh, it means that the it means they're drug giving you money. Provide seventy-five to eighty percent of the FDA's funding. Gave them enough money to say, yeah, okay, we'll pencil whip this and say it's safe. Correct. Fifteen years later, oh, by the way, this thing causes cancer. It causes you to want to kill yourself. It causes you to want to kill other people. Or when they say, oh, yeah, well, it's approved by them. They have to go through an approval process. I'm like, have you ever looked at that approval approval process? Yeah, it has to go through these tests, and it gets those tests done in six months, and everything's cool. But then they don't see things for ten years, and you're like, oh, shit. Asbestos. Yes. Asbestos built more than half of the country's buildings with it in there. And now... You're going to, in five years, maybe less, you're going to see TV commercials. Were you affected by COVID-19 vaccines? Yeah, yeah, legal fixing. Did you, yeah. Did you, yeah, were you administered the COVID-19 vaccine from this company, this company, in the year 2020 or 2021? You may be entitled to legal compensation or financial compensation. Yep. Because... This whole thing. They've not done their homework, folks. They rushed this shit through, and now they're trying to mandate. They demand. If you want to keep your job and put a roof over your head and put food on your table and clothes on your back, you have to take this experimental drug. We love you. 833-441-2220-7600. The Squawk.com. It's the Purge Factor. We love you. Bye-bye.